Hello, my BMX nerd friends. Welcome back to another episode of Canode Knows, brought to you by Dig BMX. This week's episode is the first in-person one in quite a while. Aaron Ross, the one and only Aaron Ross, my hero from when I was like 16 years old, came by the house and we sat down not knowing how long we were going to go and it ended up going like two and a half hours. So hopefully you guys enjoy this one. Aaron, thank you for coming over shit and uh yeah so if you're watching on youtube make sure you like and subscribe let's help dick grow so that they keep partnering with me on this podcast you know what i'm saying leave a comment um there's a little contest so if you watch this episode you'll be able to enter the contest just by leaving a comment like subscribe if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify please leave a review and yeah i don't know how that shit works leave a review and type the word bmx so that when people search bmx podcast it this pops up you already know about Aaron Ross, and uh, it's so it's so surreal that I just had him in my house. So, yeah, thanks again, Aaron. I don't think there's anything else I needed to talk about. Let's get into this conversation with the one and only Aaron Ross. I'm as ready as I'll be. I say that looks good. Okay. Oh look, that's us. Yeah, that's, I like are. that you hung that paint. You hung that picture. Yeah, we got to bring balance. Yeah, some art. Yep. He set the stage for this. Oh, I'm looking around the camera like it can't see me. I'm looking at the <laughs> screen. I can't. Um, um, I, uh, yeah, here we are. I made this happen. Hey. I made this happen. Yeah, you intro it. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah, go for it. Hey, what's up? We're here on the Aaron Ross podcast for Dig BMX, and uh, we're here to uh, interview my good friend, Bobby. Um, some of y'all may know him from his own podcast, which we are also on currently. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. We're going to ask him a bunch of questions about his favorite bike riders, his favorite podcast he's ever done and um yeah that's it so anyways how are you today <laughs> hey it's great to hey, see great you, to see you. <laughs> thanks for having me on <laughs> um it's actually worked out pretty good because um this is gonna be on dig of course yeah right? okay cool i'm making sure before i go into my spiel about what i was gonna spiel about mm -hmm. is it spill or spiel 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 wow i was wrong twice <laughs> um spill. Spiel. well we just dropped the burn slow dig line yeah so this is perfect that is perfect yeah, I saw i'm that. not wearing any of it i actually don't even own any of it um but that's yeah, that's it. The art of it is fire. Taking the Dig logo and like putting the. It was really good. Adam's amazing. Adam is great. Um, you know, some of I mean, some of y'all know me. Some of the stuff is uh, you know, some of it's wild. And I just realized you have a three-legged dog. I do have a three-legged <laughs> dog. <laughs> this is really funny because Adam has a three or had. I, oh man, I don't want to get into, but uh, named MJ because he had three legs. It oh like shit! The, yeah. Yeah. So his cat was named MJ. And had three legs, and he was like, "Yeah, it's like Michael Jordan dunking the ball." <laughs> and you have one, so that's shout out MJ number. Shout two. out Adams, dead cat. Fuck. I think I think that day is gone. Rest in yeah. peace. I I don't want to get. Yes, it has. This this guy M came with the name Trip. For, okay. Short for tripod. Okay, I, I like, like that. That is a good name. I was they, one. I was at work. It's also very fitting for you. Yeah, Trip. Like, I have a couple know? tripods. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. I I don't go anywhere without my tripod. All right. I was at. I was at work and I was just impulsively like, I need to get a dog. And then I told my buddy, That's the worst. <laughs> that just an impulse buy. I need to yeah, get a dog. I, re I impulsively need a giant responsibility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, my friend was like, okay, three, two, one, what are you going to name him? And I panicked and I was like, George. <laughs> so he could have been named George. And I then, mean, so it took three months to get him. So my impulse decision gave me a lot of time to sit back and think and, you know. That George is maybe not the right yeah. name. Yeah, okay. but then I decided, well, yeah, the ladies at the place that he came from, they, they named him Trip already. And I was like, that's fire. That's, okay. that's like so that. much better of a name. I like that. That's good. You got pets? No pets. You no. just have humans. I have a human. Um, I think 
a human is less responsibility than a dog than a dog yes i can i can give you the pros and cons hit me with them um well my daughter is welcome anywhere nice at yeah any true. event yeah. at any um you know unless someone at the events like no children allowed but like she's allowed on planes without like a vest without any sort of anything yeah. um, doesn't you know, have to I be have a to service pay, human I have to pay a bunch of money for her to be on the plane now because she's over two but um and because when you're like when something happens to an animal and this is just going to show how maybe my soul works um it's a lot of money to, to take care of a dog yeah and like or an animal that goes has to go in for an emergency surgery yeah and with a human you're like yeah i mean i'll pay whatever yeah and um and you know maybe you know so i've never had and i'm, a, and I'm actually highly allergic to a lot of animals so that also helps too what are you I, allergic to dogs dogs cats <laughs> every <laughs> everything yeah um i'm allergic to literally everything in the world so that doesn't help and as i've gotten older i've gotten more allergic to some of it but you know he's a uh, he he yeah okay he's a he's a very good looking dog and, and he's hypo hypoallergenic so they say you know? yeah i don't i they think say that's bullshit that, yeah. I, it is yeah um they say that like everyone says that they're like oh well you know and i'm like yeah but there's still oils and there's still like so many things that yeah. like so yeah that's my girlfriend's reacting to him like, exactly yeah, even though he's hyperallergenic yeah. my that my, just means my in-laws have one and like when i go to the house and if i just lay on the couch i can feel it like it just starts to itch and yep. my throat so anyways yeah that's not so keep this thing close to you. We'll I know. Put it in your I'm lap sorry. or whatever. I'm not um, going to move again. We were talking about trip. Shit. So speaking of trips, you're on a trip out here to Arizona. Yep. Visiting the family. <laughs> okay. Um, I got a brother-in-law out here that's going to school. And so we just kind of wanted to go on a trip, yeah. see the family. You sent me a pin <clears throat> and it's like it, you, you're you staying exactly where I grew up and came of age and where the you where you where where you're staying is five minutes away from where the gully house was when... Maloof and Westcott and DBG and mm -hmm. the, that whole gang would come out and that was my first taste of like a BMX house. So you, so you went to school right there, you said. Yeah. So yeah. I think my nieces, they're all gonna they'll go through that school. Nice. Maybe you know I don't know if they'll be here long yeah. enough to go to high school, but you know you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, so shit. have you ever left? Is this is this home? Have I ever left? Like Arizona? Yeah. So I moved here with my family when I was 11. My dad wanted to golf. That was that was a. It's funny because yeah. I'm trying to do the same. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the best place in the world for golf, I believe. That's um, what I hear. I've never played a golf course in Arizona, so. Well, let's, and let's we looked up. We looked up the, today because we're gonna go tomorrow morning, and we looked up the TPC Stadium course available tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. But it's like 380 dollars. Damn. Yeah. And um, it's a little much. Uh, you know. And my father-in-law actually just had some surgery, and so he can't play right now. He could play like in ten days, but he just had he has some stitches he has to deal with. So I said, you know what, we got to wait till everyone can play. It's not gonna like because yeah. he's gonna come out with us, and he's just gonna sit in the cart and play the stadium course and be like, damn. Yeah. So I said, no, we'll come back. We'll do it again. So TPC, we're just gonna play. Is that the one where the waste management yeah. open is? Okay. Yeah. I've so, never, never been there. So you know, it's obviously expensive for a reason. Yeah. It's like, um, I guess I'm excited because I want to play a course. It's the de this is the desert. Yeah. And for some reason, these are the greenest golf courses in the entire world. Yeah. And I don't understand. That. <laughs> this is the literal desert. No one. I don't see a piece of grass within a mile of here. Yeah. And for some reason, whatever. It's so, weird how I'm it excited. works. It, that, it is a problem. I think like if we ever ran in like shit hit the fan, we would have to cut off golf courses. Like for some reason, so much water. That's water happened. That and y'all didn't shut off golf courses. So, yeah. yeah no, whatever. <laughs> well, anyway. Essential. You know, we got to keep all the old white dudes happy. <laughs> yep. 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 <laughs> I get it. How long have you been golfing? Um, now it's a little while. I used to 
you know how when you tell a story so many times you you feel like the story you're like oh four years four yeah. years now i'm like oh that story is like 10 now maybe <laughs> um no maybe like eight or nine years officially um but i bought clubs a little before that and played with Devin Hutchins. We'd play this little par three course all the time. We'd actually play most days before we'd go film. I feel like that's how you or, get good or at after the small filming. Yeah. We'd go film. We'd go. Yeah, we just play this little par three course, and we loved it. And um, and I, you know, I played a lot of baseball growing up. Played a lot of sports, and obviously ride bikes. So I was like, I want to play a real course. I want to hit ball. I want to hit the ball further. I don't want to play hundred hundred yard holes. Yeah. And I still love that, but you know, you just want to get do the whole thing. And so we got into it, or I got into it just sort of. And then when I met my fa- my wife's family, they played golf. And so I was more like the extreme sports side of things and like could do all of it, but, you know, got into it that way. And, uh, yeah, so kind of just was like, oh, way to hang out with you guys. I, like, appreciate, you know, traditional sports. I'm a huge, like, sports fan. So this, yeah. like, fits right into it. It wasn't, like, weird. Like, I've always wanted to play, like, sports, yeah. even though BMX was, like um, – so yeah, it just sort of happened. I got pretty good at it decently quick. Now it's like it, it's you know golf's hard. Did you play other sports growing up? I know you grew I played up all, racing. Yep, I played all the sports. I played everything. I played a tiny bit of football, but I played a lot of baseball, and I was pretty pretty good at baseball. But just uh, you know, bike riding kind of took over. Now I play on like a baseball team. I play golf. I play all nice. kinds. Of stuff. So I've always loved sports. Like yeah. it's like an outlet. Um, and now that I've gotten older, and like. You know, you can't ride eight hours a day. I've found, yeah. you know, find happiness in all these other outlets, which yeah. is nice. Um, so, yeah. Like what? Yeah. Uh, what other outlets besides well, the sports? I mean, oh, I guess I like old cars. I like, um, you know, I've gotten into like, well, mostly now just playing with my daughter. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I like, my daughter's like, you know, she becomes your best friend. She's yeah. just like How old someone, is she? She's two and a half officially just like a, 10 days ago or something. Awesome. And she's super fun. Like, you know she's capable to kind of do all kinds of stuff. So we kind of go on, we go on long bike rides. She'll go on bike rides, like ride trails. She'll like, come. so sick. You kind of just have this friend that you just take everywhere. Yeah. And like, she's, you know, not in school yet. Not like getting taken care of by Is she talking. Oh yeah. She's I talking. love that. Dude. She, she walked at like nine months. She's running at like 10. She's been, she learned how to ride her bike like three weeks ago. So she's sick. pedaling her bike. Um, so she's, you know, she's fun. It's fun when you have someone that you can like, you know, she like loves golf too. Nice. Um, I don't say loves golf. But loves she being likes around. going, she likes yeah. being around it. Like being in the golf cart. She likes doing yeah. it, but you know, her attention fans short as a kid. So yeah. she's like, I love this. And like squirrel, like and she's <laughs> out and I'm not someone, you know, like I don't want to push her in any way. So like I've keep kind of like, she has bikes, she has skateboards, she has everything, basketball, softball, she's you know, you name it. She has everything. Yeah. And when she latches onto something, we'll be there to help her. Yep. But like, I'm like, I'm not trying to push her to race at the BMX track. If she yep. wants to, she can. I also know how hard the ground is at the racetrack. Yeah. And like how ground, and people are like, she's going to ride BMX. She's, I'm like, pretty dangerous. It's pretty dangerous. And yeah. she's just this cute little girl. And yeah. I'm just like, man, like, but she's more than capable. And when she's ready and when she wants to, like she's, I'm, I will be there to support her 100%. If she wants to try and be an Olympic BMX racer, I'll be there every step of the way. But if she wants to, be a whatever. It's yeah. like, so she's Dude, also two and a half. Having I, a kid is so crazy to me. I'm, I'm like envisioning having a kid in the future. And I've, I've joked about this in the past. Is like, I'm going to force him, him or her to learn the piano when they're young. And like, yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> did those the, thoughts did, cross are you your good mind? at piano? No, but okay. I wish that my parents forced me to, they, See, they tried I, to get me to, and I said, no way. I don't want to. But then thinking back, I'm like, I wish they, forced it is, me to, it is know? tough. So things that you don't realize that are good and, and like, 
playing tennis is smart when you're a kid. Like hmm. playing golf is smart when yeah. you're a kid because these are things you can do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like, obviously you can ride BMX and race BMX in some capacity for the rest of your life, but riding freestyle BMX, depending on who you are and like what you're into can be hard. Like I only have like a handful of gears and I like to ride BMX street like a certain way. And at some point, like that's not necessarily fun anymore because yeah. it hurts and things are going to hurt. And um, damn BMX hurts. Dude. I know it's brutal. I'm going <laughs> to fix this thing. I want to raise it. Make it tall and then put it in your that's lap. That's what like I was this. about to do. Yeah. yeah. It's Cause I'm, y'all are going to listen to me bobbing this thing all day. How do you move it? So you firmly grip, firmly grasp the, the shaft here <laughs> and give her a twist. Uh, that one. Nope. And then you twist the rubber it. and pull it up. Oh, this big thing. Yeah, the rubber. Oh. Okay. There we go. All right. There we go. Now we're cooking. Now this is only going to get better for you guys. Yeah. Oh, this is game changing. How does that sound in your ears? Now. Oh, now I've loosened this whole thing. All right. Now we're getting moving. Okay. All right. This is the first time these stands are being used. I'm pretty stoked. Hey. Yeah, I, uh, I've i never done a podcast online ever. Like over yeah. Zoom or whatever? I feel bad saying that, but I've never... I've been in, I've been, and I don't want to be like, I've been asked to be on so many podcasts. I'm a big deal. Uh, but I have been I'm asked to be on a handful of podcasts that are pretty, like a pretty big deal podcast within yeah. golf, within some, within some car stuff and within some BMX. And I have, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah let's do it. And I just like, <laughs> they're like, give me a date. And I'm like, uh, I can't like, Dude, it's up. hard. I'm just not like a good, I'm not good at scheduling things. I'm very like. I'm good at scheduling things like the day before or the day of, but yeah. I'm not good at scheduling things like weeks in advance. That's just not how my wife and I life works. We have very like, I mean, this past year has probably been on par with like my busiest BMX year ever. Like we spent 60, 70% of the year gone. Like we were working on projects in Arkansas, working on projects outside Austin. And like we would stay on site for, you know, five days, 10 days at a time. And when you and say the, projects, you're talking about real estate, real estate yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so like, but you know, in Arkansas, it's still rad because Arkansas or Bentonville, Arkansas is becoming like this crazy mountain bike mecca of the world. And that's so interesting. It's crazy. That was my next question it was, was why Arkansas, man. I mean, people that are listening to this that have been or know anything about, but, Oh dude, look, we got, we, we got, got the it. Be real. Dude, we got the be real. Dude, <laughs> let's, be real let's do this. So I joined be real two days ago. Um, and I have a minute. And so you have a minute and four, you don't, you're not on. I'm not on. So I, I have no clue. I have no clue. And I yeah. am on, I've only been on, this is th <laughs> day three, but we have a minute and 38. Okay. So, so I guess I look at you and I, I'll look at, and this, camera is, this is it. <laughs> Sick. So look, let's see. That's hey, it. That's fire. That's it. That's pretty good. And that's I'm it. A, I got to download Be Real. So look at me. Just like doing business for these guys I don't even know. Okay. I'm going to say potty. Use promo code Aaron Ross on Be Real. Yeah. Sign up for Be Real. <laughs> um, so I guess you can like tag people. I don't really know. Be Real. If this is, I mean, so from what I gathered on Unclicked is you were ahead of the game on social media back in the day. For I was pretty, BMX so Twitter. Um, how do you spell your last name? I don't know how to spell it. K-A-N-O-D-E. K-A-N. Yes, sir. So wait, K-A-N. K-A-N-O-D-E. Okay. Canode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah, I think I think I uh, I put dog BMX, so that's not good. Okay, I posted it. Boom. Look at us. On top Look of at it. us go. Be yeah. real. Be real. Off um, camera, he said, I hope it goes off while we're in the middle of the podcast. Yeah, well, I, I, so I'm on, I'm on day three. Um, I told him the story, but I was sitting there and my mother-in-law 
was like, let me get a photo of my, for my, with my grandchildren, be real. And I was like, I feel like if you have a be real, I should probably have a be real. <laughs> and so I downloaded in that moment. And so this was day, day three, um, for all of y'all who are on be real, you can follow me. Um, if that's how it works, and I haven't followed. Yeah, anyone. I don't understand. I did get a note. I did get a notification that my sister asked to be my friend. Okay. Um, I have not seen the notification. I haven't gone and tried to do that's anything. Exciting. About it. It's a whole new thing. So my sister's on it. I'll tell you yeah, that much. That's dope. Um, anyways, where were we? Uh, well, I, I want to talk about be real more. Okay, let's talk you, about you said real. it get, so like it notifies everybody in the world at the I same don't know time. If it's, I don't know if it's geographical, like if it's just like the central time, because obviously like I'm assuming it's not telling people in, you know, wherever's asleep right now yeah, to do it at the same time. So I don't know how that works. I do not know any more information than what I have already said and what I, that's <laughs> it. I know nothing. I wonder if it's like you scroll through and see other people's shit. Yeah. Or, you can okay. follow people and I think you can follow like friends and celebrities or whoever. And it's just like, it's live. And I think it's probably frowned upon if you don't answer your be real in that two minutes. Yeah. Cause then you're probably doing something sketchy. Yeah. So I think that's kind of the basis of it, but I, I don't know how you like, I don't know how this gets monetized. I don't know what the plan yeah. is here. But anyways, we we did it. Yeah. It wasn't a great it. photo of me, but you looked good. <laughs> well, thank so, you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Um, so we're talking about you. You were going into, I mean, this is the as busy as your busiest BMX years, but in a different sense, like traveling, doing real estate. How many properties do you own right now? We own a handful of properties, um, a couple Airbnbs, and then we do a couple, you know, I guess commercial stuff as well. I guess you could say the Airbnbs are commercial, but they're, they're homes in the middle of the town. Um, it's really fun. Uh, it get, you know, it gives you the freedom to like, kind of, you know, be able to travel. And like, yeah. like I said, we enjoyed Arkansas. So it's like eight hour drive. Wasn't the end of the world. It was like, I get to ride some of these amazing trails and ride bikes, but at the same time, like I went there during and this is partly my fault but we went there during bentonville bike week which is like a big deal like people like there's a flatland contest there's like um some of the big bmx free like dirt jump pros are in town our willie is in town they're doing like oh, this shit. is a big yeah. deal the whole town is like town city whatever it's a home of walmart which is you know some people, some people don't love that yeah. um uh, when you get there and then you start to ride the 500 miles of perfectly groomed paved trails, you don't mind that you start to really feel like shopping local is not that bad. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, there's like jump parks that have lights all night long. It's like unbelievable. That is um, awesome. And you know, as I've gotten older, the simplicity of that is nice. You yeah. know, like, I, you know, like you do love uh, chasing spots and like hiding out behind buildings, but at the same time, like just enjoying the skill set that I have, like riding, like, easy flow trails is also really enjoyable. Yeah. Like when you were younger, you're like, Oh, this is cool. But like, I want to go like find something to ride. I want right. to find this and find that. And like, I still have that in me a little bit, but at the same time, convenience wise, you're like, Oh, if I can go to this, you know, perfectly groomed asphalt set of trails, like yeah. that's pretty nice too. And you get that feeling, the, the weightless feeling. Yeah. I think that it's very nice. That'll never get old. And it doesn't take, it's not too hard on your body unless you eat shit, obviously. Yes. And it, that's yeah. the only thing I will say is like, I've been fortunate out there, but like, it is asphalt. And so when you do hit the ground, it's going to suck pretty yeah. bad, but I try and keep it, you know, I'm not trying to do too much. Um, I've always, I've never been too good at, uh, I've never been good at chilling and riding. I'm like someone who's like, like, I don't know how, like I have like a, it's either on and filming yeah, or it's completely off and I'm just like flowing and nice. like doing manuals. Like, so watching me ride the skate park is really unappealing. Like it, <laughs> my whole career, like never, yeah unless I'm literally filming something and you could say filming Instagram or filming a clip, like yeah. same deal. But like 
you go to the skate park, you watch like Chase Hawk ride and he's like headphones in. It's like X games run every day. He's like, you know, firing all cylinders, like 10 feet in the yeah. air. And you're just like, I'm just like, I'm going to manual this ledge. Yes. And like, I'm not even doing bar spins out of these manuals. Like I'm not even doing manual one eighties. Like I am literally just doing manuals. The simplest I mean, shit. Prime of my career. I was like, I'll manual this ledge. Yeah. And, and like, I have these lines. That's that, interesting. Prime of your career. You're just like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I would like the big doubles or not double the big hubba at the skate park. Like my line would be like double tire, which is like a high bunny hop. Like it's not, yeah, it's not hard. It's not easy. It's just like, the simple of like, I'm going to use all these like muscles. I'm going to like, it's kind of just like staying ready all the time. Yeah. I've also never been a very dialed bike rider. Like when you watch like Nathan Williams or someone Garrett, like when those guys are at the skate park, they're doing really hard stuff daily. Consistently. Like, yeah. Like bar, yeah. you know, obviously it's different. They're better at it than I am. But I would like to say that like 90% of what I did on, in the streets was learned at that spot. And like, if I did a bar manual to like whip in a line, mm -hmm. I probably hadn't done it in six months. Like I found a spot, the spot, this trick, this line, this thing applied to it. And so in this moment I have to relearn it. Yeah. I'm not someone who, like I would do bar manuals, like fly out out of a quarter pipe or something like riding a spot. But like, I didn't just sit at the skate park and do bar manuals to be ready for the day that the spot appeared. Yeah. That's not me. I was like, which I could have been a lot better bike rider, but I enjoyed the challenge in those moments to be like, Hey, I'm going to like figure out, how to learn do. on camera. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I, I mean, I'm not kidding. Like bar bar manual comes to mind. Cause it's like something I never had dialed in, but I was good at, Yeah, but it was like, you watch guys today and you're, I mean, guys today are better, but like bar manual every time for fun. Like yeah. Matt Nordstrom will do bar manual in the parking lot to get ready to go into the skate park yeah. out of his car in the Unreal. morning. And I'm like, yeah, like I need the motivation <laughs> of the camera Same. and the like, the, like, what am I trying to accomplish here? And I, I was someone who was always like video parts to me were a puzzle and like what piece is needed. Yeah. And so like, I would look at a part and be like, Oh, I don't have one bar to manual. Yeah. And like that tech. So I haven't shown the audience or whoever the viewer that I can do a bar to manual. So I'm going to find a spot and do a bar to manual. Yeah. I and I, I don't mean it was so calculated, but like, if you guys are younger and you don't think that Dak or Nathan or Garrett are like planning out their video parts more than like the like kids coming up. It's very different. Like Garrett yeah. or Nathan, they know what is not missing and they know what's not been shown and they know what they yeah. can do. I mean, you, you mean you film these guys, yeah. like it's like, it's, it's like a math problem yeah. and it's not just like, Oh man, let's film every spot. I'll get a couple of tricks. It's like, right, no, yeah. like, cause then it can get repetitive. You yeah. can get stuck doing a truck down yep. a couple of sets and then it's just three trucks yeah, downstairs. Exactly. And it's just like, no, we need balance. So yep. Dude, and Garrett is a great example of that, dude. Like the 360 table clip comes yep. to comes It's to like mind. you want to be able to show, and I tell kids this online. I'm like, oh, you got to like, you know, show everything that you can do, but you also need to show things that aren't necessarily like repetitive in the sense of like, well, if you could, like, I've always had a big problem. I never would be good. We talked about this a little bit, like a commentator. Yeah. Like I would never be good if watching like a dirt event. I love dirt. Yeah. But I don't need to see someone do a toe up, a double toe up and a triple toe up all yeah. in the same run. I'm like, if you can do the triple, I'm yeah. guessing you can do the single. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I feel that way about video parts. Like if you truck a 15 set, the next truck better be in a tech line. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a 10 set or, right. you know, it's like, I mean, you get that as a, you know, someone who's going to edit videos and those have been like, it's an immediate like, Oh, and then you start watching for the replicate that like them, you know, replicating other things in that. And that's, you know, I don't want to be like, I'm not trying to be rodeo peanut over here, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think that's, 
that's not, I guess that's mean to say, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that's what makes Dak and Nathan and Garrett. That's the next level. Yeah. And so if you want to get to that next level, watch those video parts, dissect those video parts and understand why they did what they did in those moments. And it's like, there is no BS in those parts. Yeah. It's like every spot and everything is calculated. Like, and, and I think that's just important for kids and people who want to like take that next step. You got to know that. What and are I, you most proud of video part wise in your career? What sticks out? Um, man, I, uh, you've had some bangers. I've had a couple, I've had a, you know what I've had, I thought about this was like one of the, I didn't think about much of what I was going to say while I was in this, but I was yeah. going to say Arizona has been very good to me. Yeah. Some of my most famous clips are all here. Like there, like that rail. I faked up that rail. That was like the, Oh yeah. The deck park. Yeah, and yeah. then the, the 15, the 15 set in the chill bro video was yeah, here. Tucson. Is it? It's Tucson. Tucson. Yeah. I actually yeah. texted Casey Badger on this trip and I was like, Hey, where's this at? Like, can you give me a pin? And yeah. he was like, dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, so I had to send him a screenshot of the clip. And he's like, oh, that's in Tucson. And yeah. he was like, and, um, but Arizona has been good too. The early empire crew. Um, and then I just, you know, filmed, I filmed a lot of pretty good stuff here. So, yeah. Um, that video part would have to be one of my favorites. That's it. Every day I'm hustling. Yeah. Which um, is chill bro. Chill right? bro. Yes. Yeah. It was at a time when like no one had really seen everything that I could do. And yeah. so going to spots was easy. Like yeah. I would go to a spot and be like, well, I can do this. And they'd be like, you can do that. You and can I'd do be like, people 180 bar. Why? And I'm like, that's just like, that's all I know still. Yeah. And so it was not so hard, you know, like, you know, someone like Felix right now is dropping parts left and right Dude. and he's just on fire. Yeah. Well, which is great because his star is like rising, but at the same time, like, where does he go next? Like yeah. what is now we all have this insane Expectations. level. Yeah. Like watched him do an up rail three whip out of a rail at an X game. Cause so I'm like, okay, so like now you have to do it on a bigger, better rail out and about. And I'm not saying that I'm going to judge that whether or not, but I'm just saying that's, that's how the bar gets set. Like, yeah. Um, and it's funny. Cause like you watch someone like Garrett take X games runs. Garrett's always been good about like, no, I'm going to do efficient stuff in the X mm -hmm. games. And then my video parts are for something better. And I think, you know, Felix just stunned on the whole entire industry in a 45 second BMX run. And I'm like, well, I'm ready for the next part. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, get to work. Uh, I'm a big fan of Felix. Felix Me too, is, man. He's yeah. a, he's someone, there's only a handful of people that I've ever, and I, you know, some people might take this, like I'm who isn't a big fan of Felix right now. So, yeah. uh, I feel like Felix looks at spots and ride spots the way that I looked at spots and the way that I rode them. Can nice. I do anything that he can do? No. And I'm not trying to, I'm not on his level, Yeah. but, but in your brain, you can imagine what it feels like to do. Yeah. Like chase and chase. And I do not look at spots the same way. Yeah. Dak and I don't necessarily look at spots the same way. Like he's looking for different types of stuff. Yeah. And, um, maybe a little bit of a writing with certain people will overlap here and there, like 10% of Dak's writing. I can overlap in a way, but like, we do not ride the same. Right. Um, I appreciate Dak's one of my favorite bike riders of all time, but we don't ride the same. Felix looks at spots and sees them the same way that I saw them. I did, you know, a lower level of tricks at the time, but yeah. so I have a big appreciation for what he's doing and like the yeah. regular and the switch. I did a lot of regular, a lot of switch stuff. And he looks at like ledges to like sets, you know, some people be like, Oh yeah, you can like grind the ledge manual 180 to stare. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that's like not enough of the way. That's not how I looked at it. And so anyways, I'm a, I, I've become a big fan and I'm ready for the next video part. So we love Felix. You get ready. We love Felix. Yeah, we do like Felix. He's good. Where, where's he, he's, where's he from? Germany. Okay. That's what I I'm thought. pretty confident. Germany. Yeah. yeah. You know, sounds like it. Felix I got is it. like a German name, right? <laughs> Shout out to Tom edge. He left a comment and he said, 
love you, Bobby, but you need to look at a map. And I was like, yeah, I do. My brain is <laughs> nah, broken. Nah, like, shit is, man. He's from the over. He's from over there. That's fine. <laughs> so um, let's stick on Chill Road for a second, because you were talking about finding balance in the video part. Like, what? When I mean, how, what was the process? How long did it take to film Chill Bro and well, like multiple trips? And then we were all like? pretty young then. Chill Bro was probably pretty quick. I don't remember. This was a long time ago now. Yeah. Um, my brain is, you know, back in the day, back in the day. Yeah. Things are changing and I don't remember all of it. But Chill Bro was pretty quick. Um, bad idea was when it started to take a long time. The Etnies videos took a long time. Um, Chill bro went pretty quick from what I remember. I think I also came in a tiny bit. No, because I was on the first one. So I don't think it took all that long. Maybe two years. We were young and like it was easy. Yeah. You know, like no one had seen everybody yet. So like you could kind of do whatever you wanted everywhere. Yeah, it was your coming out shit. You didn't have to like be so selective or so picky. You didn't have to be like, well, I did that in the last video. Like there wasn't really yeah. a last video. There was, but there wasn't. And and I think it was so i'd guess somewhere a year year and a half because i mean it came out in what 2009 i think i that was the year i dropped three video parts pretty back to back i yeah. had like the etnies video that video i think that was the year that i won banging year, i know yeah. it really was i was i i don't i i look back now and i realize like wow that was a crazy year like um i won a nor cup for all that stuff yeah and i think fudger or z or someone i don't remember who it was but someone i also was voted in like video part of the year for like three different video parts. Yes. And so I didn't win. I heard you because, talking about yeah. this on Unclicked. Yeah. And um, I don't remember all the details of that, but I, th I, I was always bummed because like, well, y'all could have like put them all together, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, come on. Cumulative. And, I win. Um, but now I have a different appreciation for that. Like I have a different like, dude, I'm psyched that like, you know, I'm not someone like whatever. It was a long time ago. I don't care about winning or losing that. But like, it's cool that I put out all those video parts. And I think that's something like Felix just did, just dropped all these video parts at once yeah. back to back to back. And it's like, dude, man, like, where do you go? And now I think we'll start to see a little less of him and he's going to work on some heavy, heavy stuff. But I think he's got, he's working with rich yeah. uh, for monster freak. Yeah. With Jordan Godwin. And I think Alex Donaghy and yeah, they're going to, yeah, that's, that's going to be sick. Yeah. Those, I wouldn't be in that video part. But. So <laughs> <laughs> what was the, like who edited chill bro? Um, Chilbro was Joel Moody. Joel it was Moody. like Joel Moody had done the first one and then the second one. And then he sort of pieced out. He went out, he moved out to California, got into like film work and you know, nice. yeah, he started doing his own thing. He's still out there. Joel's actually, if you're not, if you were a fan of Joel and you're not following him online, Joel rides every day. I might exaggerate, but like he is posting clips of him shredding. He hasn't changed. He looks the same. Um, he, yeah, so if you if you were a fan of Joel, he is shredding every day. Like half half Flatland, half Street. Um, and he's know. a writer, director, producer. There you go. Cool. See? Watch on Prime Video. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he dude. dropped a movie recently. That's um, incredible. Oh, what was it called? Through the Loop And he or is something still like writing, that. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's shredding. These are like new. Breaking the Loop. This like he posted sick. something today or yesterday. Yeah. yeah like he's shredding. Go. So... He was um, the first one that I, he's the first person I ever saw do a hang five to hold it halfway yep. and then bring it back. I was like, what? And he did the grind like that. Yeah. 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 So he, uh, he still, he actually did one the other day. Nice. Like in, and I was like, damn, Joel's still shredding. Cause I don't know how hard that is. Cause it's too hard for me, but I don't know how hard that is for someone like a Matt Nordstrom who can like do everything and right, like yeah. does that stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's easy. I don't, I have can no you hang five? I can hang five for like 20 feet <laughs> it's um, weird how it works dude like hang five i think i can hold for longer than i can just a regular manual i've never like, tried though yeah. i've never tried to get any better than that i did some nose willies early in the nose willie game and like did a really long one and no joke 
I did a nosebelly so long before it took me a long time. Like, yeah. I don't remember the time, but two hours it was on a mega tour. Gary Young still to this day will like be like, I told, he told me you cannot do it. <laughs> this is too long and you cannot do it. And I was like, I'm going to do it. Well, and I'm not I kidding. That. I think before I landed both tires on the ground, when I pulled it that night, I'd already been like never doing a nosebelly again in my <laughs> life. And I have never done a nosebelly again in my life. I don't care. But I did. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it's not long compared to like today, today shit, Yeah. but like it was long at that time. Yeah. It was, I mean, what I, was it in? It was in props mega tour. It was the one when we were rapping about, afro man and all right um Sick. i have the purple or the blue bike with the purple wheels or pink magenta wheels yeah and um joel moody's i mean sorry not joel uh gary was like you can't do it yeah and i'm like well <laughs> watch this. i'll watch this. i'm gonna try now <laughs> and um i don't and he wasn't trying to motivate me he was trying to be like let's just go home yeah. it's like midnight yeah. let's get out <laughs> of here the voice of reason. yeah he was like come on and then i did it and he like you know i could see gary's smile like coming up to hug me like you did it and i'm like i'll never do it again <laughs> and, I, and i swear i don't know if i've ever done the nose really more than like 10 feet since then it's easily the most frustrating trick because yeah. you can get, a, it feels so good when you do a long one, but then it yeah. goes away the next day. It's like starting from scratch. Like, I, okay, I can do one parking lot square, you know? No, it's I don't even want to do that. Now I'm like, I don't want to run out of anything. My body's gotten pretty beat up. I'm yeah. sort of like, yeah, I'm good. And so. it's interesting because that's one of those tricks where I get absolutely locked in and obsessed. Like if I'm trying it, I'm just doing going in circles trying yeah. it over and over and over again. I think I like, like I was never as good as like, you know, the person I think of who's really good at getting out of it early on was like Cor Martinez was so good at getting yeah. out. He turned the bar side, he'd jump and run out. Yeah. And I wasn't. I was always someone who like kind of go down with the ship, go down with the ship. I was check. going over, but never would fully commit. So never would I would always put the back wheel down. So uh, I was either yeah. doing the nose wheelie or I was putting the back wheel down. Yeah. And Corey would always get locked in, but be ready to jump out. Yeah. And I, you know, I just. 200 pounds of like just diving headfirst in the ground. It got old pretty quick. Yeah. And, you know, so I did what I could do and I called it a day. Yeah. yeah. How old were you in, on this mega tour? How old are you now, by the way? I am 36 as of August. Yeah. Nice. So um, I'm 36. I know that's not like crazy old, but no. I am pretty beat up. In BMX uh, years, yeah, it's pretty old. But pretty old. And I, sometimes I'm like, look at Dak or someone. I'm like, man, these guys are still. Yeah, how old know. is Dak? I think you know? Dak and I are pretty close. Yeah. I would guess Dak's 35, 36. I know Nathan's like 33, 34. Garrett's like 33. And Corey's out there. Corey's 39, maybe. I don't think he's 40 yet. Who do you think is the oldest but still up there pro? Corey? Um, Yeah, I think Corey. I would say like Gary. Gary's still shredding. Gary is maybe not 40 yet, but he's he's older than I am. So I think he's 38, 39, 40. I mean, Gary would probably be the one where he's like still actively shredding, going on trips. Like he's still... Um, I talked about this in at Dawn of the Streets recently with someone where I was like, where do you think, like, who do you think is going to be like BMX is there now. Mm-hmm. We're going to have 40 year old guys who are putting out fire parts that are not like, oh, that's so cool to see him doing that. It's like, yeah. no, like, this is still, you good. know, Dak's going to be putting out real parts. You know, these guys are going to put out real stuff. And um, we're finally there. I don't think BMX, like, you know, skateboarding has been there for a bit where like that respect and like those but it also has to do with like BMX is growing in a sense where like we can afford to keep those guys around longer and uh skateboarding will do that for a long time. And we're finally, I think finally interesting. There. What so, do you mean by being able to afford to keep those guys around? Um, I mean like these dudes are doing this for their living. Like, yeah. you know, these guys, this is what they do for work and this is what they do for a job. And so like, I think prior BMXers didn't make enough money. And so you had to make that decision when you got to, you know, 28 or 30 or whatever yeah. to be like, I kind of like want a family, want a kid. I yeah. like, 
gotta start to prioritize that. You don't realize 40 is really close to 50. And yeah. like, you gotta start putting, figuring know, out, yeah, play the like, game. Hey, know? like not everyone does. Some yeah. people are like lifers, but at the same time, like I think sometimes in BMX, like, or in any, any sport, any professional athlete, like you start to see like, Hey, I want to try and put my best foot forward. Cause like, I've enjoyed this the good life yeah how do i find a happy middle of being able to continue that forever and like getting to like you know afford a good life or you know something exactly along. Yeah. and i don't mean like rich just mean like how do you make it work and, and i think provide like, for a family and yeah fucking raise a good kid exactly like, and i think like goal. when you get to people like gary or myself or dak like when you're getting paid the most out of all the riders and i don't mean the most like other guys are getting paid the same but like it's tougher to then be like well i have a job on the weekend they're like, no, the reason we pay you that much, like it makes so sense that, when the yeah. younger flow or the early guys have other jobs because yeah, they literally have a month guys. Yeah. yeah. And so when you're the big guy, they kind of expect you to be like doing it. Yeah. And, and so I think, so I don't know, you know, but I, I've always applauded that Gary did that as a, you know, I've always looked up to Gary. I think it's this thing where I'm like, well, I'm so excited that like you're, you're not going to ever put yourself in a bad position by hanging on. Yeah. Like now you're like, well, I am hanging on, but I'm hanging on to like the right thing. Yeah. And like, um, and I think that's great. And I think like, you know, I've heard rumor about other, other pros that are doing kind of the same thing, like working inside the like sponsors they already have, but it keeps them happy with both things. And yeah. like, so I think that's, um, and I know a lot of skateboarders do that. Like when they, like some of those older guys on vans, like they're become not necessarily reps, but like they're ambassadors, like not just through their skating, but just through like, the opening new shops and all these other things. Right. And so I'm like, BMX is finally getting there where we have guys that are old enough to be able to like help them, you know, stick around for a long time. Like yeah. some of the people we grew up looking up to, how many, how many guys are still in BMX? Right. Van yeah. Homan. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Ruben kind of, I mean, yeah. Ruben for sure, but like Brian Foster is a literal doctor. And yeah. Like, and that's awesome. And we still get to see him ride, but like he's a literal weekend warrior now. Yeah. Which is dude, there's no hate. That's great. But like you look at skateboarding, some of these dudes hang around forever yeah. and we get to like appreciate what they did for us forever. But you know, the income that they made was different and they don't feel the need to leave. And True. Like, so I'm hoping BMX over the next 10, 15 years can get to that where, you know, you feel like dudes are uh, getting to stick around and be appreciated for the, the like, you, know, you look at Van Homan, like getting to stick around, dude, that guy changed people's lives. He, yeah. he like motivated and, and like, did things for me and for other people that like no one has ever been able to, you know, replicate. And like, if anybody do. in BMX deserves a exactly. long, longevity career, yeah. it's been. Yeah. And, um, and so I think like being able to see like, you know, someone like Garrett's going to get to do that. He owns his own bike company in yep. the industry. So Garrett's going to get a ride for as long as he wants. And he's still and, getting better. It's fucking I know. ridiculous. It's like, I've actually thought about this recently. I was like, you know, you start, I'm not the most on top of like what's happening to BMX and like seeing who's coming out with stuff. And I'm like, there hasn't been a Garrett video in a minute. And that means yeah. there's one coming. Yeah. Like dude. there's yeah. one coming and I don't know when, I don't know who it's for. I don't care who it's for, <laughs> yeah. but there's a, there's a Garrett video coming. Yep. I'm very and, excited. And I know nothing about that. I have no leads, but yeah. I know that that quietness means there's something. Coming. Yeah. Something's cooking. And, and I just think that I am just, I'm excited. I yeah. don't know. Garrett's the one where I'm like, damn, you're still really good. And I, he keeps like every single, I don't, I don't know. I I would think that every part that he's put out has gotten progressively better. Yes. Like, I don't think he has, they've like, changed. Yeah. Um, you know, but that's kind of goes back to those things. Like Garrett didn't give you everything every time. And so right. therefore there's, you know, he, I think someone like him, like, you know, bad example, you can take it. How are you? But I'm like, He's like, oh, I can do it here or I can wait till the right spot. And Garrett has patience. Yeah. That's also something that's, you know, 
the longevity gives those guys is like patience to find the right spot. When you yep. think this is your last big, great, big part, you yeah. feel like you got to shove it full of everything. Garrett probably doesn't live in a fear of like thinking this is his last part. Like his sponsors aren't about to get rid of him. He is his own sponsor to yeah. some extent. Like Garrett can be like, ah, this isn't the best spot for this trick. I'm going to wait till the right time. Yeah. I love it. And like, and, yeah. I, and he's lucky to have that. Not everyone has that. Yeah. Some people like put out parts and they don't realize that they're never going to put out another part. How did you first meet Garrett? Well, Garrett, funny, Garrett and I actually share the same birthday. Um, nice. Don't have the same year. In August? August 2nd. Yeah, okay. Um, how did I meet Garrett? Um, probably, I mean, man, I can't tell you. Uh, I would guess maybe like a, what is it? Uh, what are the contests in, in Canada back in the day? Metro Jams? Metro Jams. I Jam. do remember early Garrett, um, like. Young Garrett. Garrett, like the the tight, the yeah. zebra print, everything. I yeah. do remember that. I remember sitting in the stands talking to John Pova, the Etnies TM, about Garrett. I think Garrett was getting shoes at the time from Etnies and then quickly was on Nike and then quickly was, you know, you didn't realize Garrett Reynolds was going to be Garrett Reynolds. Yeah. And it's pretty cool when there's kids that grew up, um, you know, like people talking about this, like LeBron James are like, dude, all these people grow up and live up to the hype. And like, that's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure. Like, yeah. Like LeBron, people are like, man, it's crazy. Like he's been sought after since he was like 14 Yeah, and he lived up to every single thing that yeah. you guys have ever said, whether you like him or you don't like the most consistent, he's about to own every statistic in the NBA. hundred percent. Every one of them. Yeah. And Garrett's 14. Everyone's like, he's the future. He's the future. He's the future. He's this, he's That's that. He's great. And like, he was great, but he did a lot of the same stuff at the time. He was a kid. And now you're like, dude, here we are. We're literally 16, 18 years later. And Garrett is the best bike rider, the best street rider yep. of our generation. And, he lived up to every single expectation yeah. or surpassed every one of them. Yeah. He pushed cool. the game. And I don't think he, he didn't, yeah. that's not what he was trying to do. Yeah. He just is that good. That's what I'm so, I love the talking about this, the, the mindset of like, cause I've said this in past podcasts. Like I treated getting sponsored almost like a finish line of like, Oh, I got sponsored. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm just, and I'm not going to try and, and learn any new tricks, which was really dumb. <laughs> like, yeah. And so the mindset that the top guys have of just like, you're competing with yourself every day and you want to get better and all that. Like what? I don't know. I think what, what was your mindset when you were I early on, you're just doing it. You're just doing it. But I yeah. think when you get past those first few parts and then you're like, Oh, I'm kind of here. You start to kind of like, you get put to work. Like I was on trips all the time yeah. and you're expected to like, you know, be Produce some Aaron Ross shit. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to be, you know, you go to every set of stairs and people are like, that's a, I, you'd you go to cities and they'd be like, so we took you to this 20 set. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, like, and it wasn't that I was opposed to doing the toe up down the 20 set. It's just like, this isn't where the toe up down the 20 set happens. Yeah. Like this. And like, maybe this is the spot. Like, you know, there'd be times you're on shop tours and you go on the ride through the cities and you'd be like, we're coming back to this tonight when no one's here. Yeah. And I do see potential in this or whatever. Um, I think. I always liked bike riders like Edwin and Bob Sherbo. And I thought Bob is a perfect example of like someone who put together video parts perfectly. Yep. Bob. I agree. Was very good. Um, but he wasn't the best trick guy. He yeah. wasn't the best, like, you know, freestyle or whatever. Right. But Bob was the best at spot selection and doing what needed to be done on each spot. Yeah. And, Bob and I rode very differently, obviously, but I had a good appreciation for like, you didn't less is more. Yes. And like, Simple. again, yeah. not the same guy. Like I did a bar spin in every single trick. Yeah. I did a tell up in every single trick. <laughs> I understand. Ross, less is more. <laughs> yes. I get it. I get it. 
But I I think like you'd go to a spot and I I did have a time where I was doing every every trick and because I was started to become this tech guy, like everyone wanted to do like yeah. saw all these tech you gotta lines. You got to do the bar into the manual to the You have to, to do whip. it all. Yeah. And I I could and so I would. And um but I think I had appreciation for the way that they would be like spot like it, he wouldn't double up, triple up on tricks. Like once you did it, it's done in that part. And I think I just learned like to kind of try and build a video part that way. And like, if you did something one way, if I did an ice pick twice in the same video, it was like two tricks that had never been done or two, one would be switch footed. You know, yeah. like there was, you had to have difference in every single clip and you watch some people's videos and you're like, they'll, you know, I don't know. They'll do Smith one eighties. 10 times. And yeah. I'm like, if you do a Smith 180 off this building, you can probably do it off the ledge. Like, yeah. I, you know, that's an awful we, lot of Smith hearts, dude. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. When, so when you, I mean, how did you, I'm curious about your actual origin story, your transition from racing. Cause like everybody who grew up racing has a certain level of bike control. It's just unreal. And, and then, I think the best bike riders in the world came from racing. Yeah. hundred yeah. yep. percent. And then, so what was your There's transition to street? I always did both. Um, I always did both. I did it just that, you know, you raced on whatever Wednesday night yeah. and Friday night and you would ride. So am I not supposed to ride bikes the rest of the week? I just, so I just rode BMX. I just was a BMXer. I did all of it. And, and then our track, you grew up in Austin, Corpus Christi. Okay. So South oh, Texas. Yeah. Corpus Christi, Texas. I knew that. Um, I knew that from like a, from your intro on road fools where you're standing in the grass and I'm Aaron Ross. I'm from Corpus Christi and I'm yeah. 20, like 21 every, years old or something. Yeah. Back everyone's when like, where out. is this? I mean, <laughs> the first road pulls, I was 18. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I left high school to go to the, to, um, to road pulls. Um, so I just, the track kind of closed, not like had nothing to do with me or just, it just was like, it's hard in those little cities. To Did keep. you have success in racing at all? Yeah. I was pretty good at racing. I was definitely, I didn't train to race, but I was, I'm still today like very quick on a bmx bike i still race weekly i don't race i still go to the track weekly this past year nice. is the least amount i've been to the track in my life but uh i've actually been going the last few weeks and like getting back into it and sick i uh i missed i i've disappeared for like six eight months just doing all this house stuff being gone and there's a kid at the track full training we do have a like an olympic guy at our track yeah um did never make the olympics but was on the like u.s team he's the dude he's i've known him since he was 10 um what's his name tanner sebesta t-bone okay. tanner sebesta t-bone quick he uh he's won nationals you know he's he's a good dude yeah. but there's a kid there's a young kid who's 15 16 maybe i don't know his i don't know exact age but he's uh he'll be excited that i talk i, I bring i'm bringing him up but he's fast and he's like mains at every national now getting the sponsors. He's quick. I disappeared for like six months. I've been like doing other stuff, not riding bikes, not doing a good job riding street either. Like just busy. I mean, I still ride, but just not as much as I should or would like to came out to the track once he was gone one night, which was great. So I got a warm up night, came back the next week. He was there at the end of his training and everything, but I got him twice to the first turn. And I was like, I, I went over and I'm like, you don't understand what this means to me because I, I follow him online. I know what he's doing and I know he's fast. Like I'm, but I was for, I've been fortunate to be fast and I've always, yeah. it's just kind of BMX racing is probably the most natural part of my bike riding. Nice. I grew up doing it. I'm quick. I'm pretty good at like maneuvering the bike. Like, so I have, yeah. you know, can pump and pull and anyways, I was very proud of this moment. This all just happened like the last six weeks. Yeah. Like I beat this kid <laughs> and he was not psyched. <laughs> What's his Tan name? Um, 
Not okay. T-Bone, right? Not T-Bone. I want to confirm his name. So you have to hey, mate, when you say young kid from Texas, I think of Stone Kepler. Stone is good. Yeah, but uh, not, not the fast kid. There's two different kids at the track. Yeah, so it's Carson. That's what I thought. Carson. But we're going to have to act like I knew it. So Carson <laughs> at the track, we'll have to confirm. Uh, make me look good there. Because I see him every week. But there's two different kids. There's a Carson and there's a Connor. Or maybe th- Carter. There's three different C's. And I, you know, I'm bad. I get them confused. Yeah. Anyways, make me look good. Carson. Carson's quick. Carson Noon, I think is his last name. Nun or Noon. I don't know how to say it. But he's quick. And I got him a couple times. And I get it. He's 16. Like, I'm... I'm like 20 years older than this guy. And I'm like, I beat the 16 year old. But I'm like, no, he's not like kind of a 16 year old. He's quick. He's fast. Yeah. He's, he's like making mains. Like he won the Austin national. Like he's, what does that mean? Making mains. I'm unfamiliar. It just depends on how many people in your class, but like there could be, you know, some age groups, there's a hundred kids or 50 kids show up to a national. So they have to be whittled down to eight. And so making mains a big deal. Making main is making the the final eight. Okay. And they'll race Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So like there's a main each day, different groups, different classes. And like, you could race cruiser, you can race 20. So, um, Carson's fast. He won the Austin national. He's, he's, he's making mains all over the country. And, but let it be known that Aaron Ross beat him. I got him. And, uh, (laughs) but I did, I, you know, look, I did the, 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 the nice older thing went up to him and said, Hey, I don't think you realize I've had a, crazy year of just being busy i've missed coming to the track i've been watching you train with tanner who's like top level professional bmx racer training program i know you're faster than me and i was blown away he you know he did say oh i've been training all day and i'm i'm burnt out today and i was like oh that's fine i'll take the win yeah but i did the nice thing. i was like hey man like you don't know what this means to me and i know like i'm within months of you being gone like mm-hmm. and i'll never beat you again and I've been beating you for years and um, I'm, you know, and he's, so it meant a lot, yeah, right? you man. know, like this, and it also was motivating coming off a year where you didn't get to go to the track much yeah. to finally be like, well, I still kind of, okay, I can do well, this. I okay. It. I can't do this. I can just and then he was like, you just going, yes. but he did go, but he, it was nice. He was like, well, you're just like a better bike rider than me. Um, I, you know, and I was like, well, I'll, I'll take it. His dad, but his dad always comes up and is really nice. It's like, keep, keep beating him. Cause like, cause you know, we're motivating him to right. yeah, yeah. the older guys and, I do understand. That's a good dad. Yeah, keep, yeah. Keep kicking his ass. Yeah, his dad's you know? awesome. Yeah. And I think the BMX scene, a lot of these guys, like her, his dad is like a, you know, knows Tina at Empire. He's like, he the he grew up in the scene. He knows yeah. who Tina is. He knows who Empire is. And so like kids in Austin, I think even the racers, they have a good grasp of like bike riding in general and BMX. It's yeah. not just like this Olympic sport. It's like, hey, let's go ride the trails. Let's yeah. go ride the other things. And like they spend time at the skate park. So are those trails still going in Austin? They're still going though. They've had a rough run the last few weeks. We've been trying to not we. I'm not gonna I'm take no ownership of this. <laughs> no dig no. They rat. have been never. Yeah, <laughs> I actually saw one of the main guys the other night. We talked for a long time, and I've you know I think at this point they're like Aaron's not gonna come dig. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> um, I've always been good at supplying the trails with things and being supportive of the trails. Yeah. Um, but you know I I've always spent a lot of my time trying to hustle doing all this other stuff, and yeah. so you just like it's hard to. It really is. It's, it's a labor hard. of love. Yeah. Even just doing like this, but this, this is just, it's a lot of work to set up it a is. podcast, yeah. but you do it because you want to. No dig, no right. Yeah. Hey, it is. It's not that none of this is easy. And that's the thing. Kids are always like, do more of this, do more of that. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you just don't get like these dudes. Like I'll, I'll, you know, I'll give it to the filmers. Like the filmers guys get it. The right, like there's a passion there. You obviously have a passion, Yeah. but at the same time, as you get older, like life, there's a, it's how do you like, you know, pros and cons of life and like the busyness and like financially supporting your life mm-hmm. and like 
people like Devin Hutchins have been helping Chase and I out for 20 years now, or, you know, 18 years or Chase 20 years. And it's like a, that's a labor one. It's a friendship. We have a team team, you know, it's a team thing, but it's like, how do you get people to stay motivated and like get the filmer out? The yeah. filmer at some point is like, man, I'm not doing the tricks. Like yeah. I'm not getting anything from this. And like, it's not only a, like can be a job for the writer, but it's also like an outlet. And so there's, you know, it's a, so you guys, thank you guys. We, yeah. we wouldn't be here without y'all. And like, thank no matter how, filmers out there. yeah, no yeah. matter how good of a bike rider Garrett is, if no one points that camera at him, he would be in New Jersey and we'd never know who he is. Right. Yeah. And so, and you know what? There's a lot of those guys that exist. You know, yeah. there's a lot of guys um, that do exist in this world that are like some of the most amazing athletes, runners, bike riders, skateboarders, and they just don't get the m- opportunity to be in, ri- in front of the right person. Right. And some of those guys, like, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced that like the greatest you know, runner is not running, you know, cause like he just didn't have the opportunity or didn't yeah. care to continue and didn't realize how good, he didn't realize his own talent. And don't get me wrong. Some of that is like, if you really want it, you'll chase it. But right. at the same time, I think there's some people out there in the world, just skateboarders, bike runners are just like, yeah, like I didn't have a scene yeah. and just moved on. And exactly. Like, you know, so like my hometown got no spots. Yeah. I don't have anybody to film me. That's a common thing that I hear is like, yep. I want to, I want to get sponsored and shit, but I don't have a filmer. Yeah. It's just like, I, I don't know what to say to that. And, like, and it's tough. Cause it's like, well, put your, how many times can you, t- can you put your phone on the ground and like film right. something? So it is hard. Like, I mean, I got out of, I got out of Corpus quick because, you know, I still have love for Corpus. I have family there. I have friends there. But at the same time, like that, if I wanted to make this happen, I had to get to Austin and I was very lucky to have Austin, Texas three hours away. Nice. Because if I lived in Kansas, I would have been in California, I bet. Maybe not because Austin was so big at the time, like yeah. the scene was. But like, say I was from, you know, like Tom Dugan, they all lived in, all his crew, the Kansas house, all lived in Kansas. And they were just like, peace. We're going to Austin. Like, where do you have to go to make this happen? Did you move to live in Austin at yeah. a certain point? I, so I basically, I graduated high school, went on Road Fools 14. Everything sort of blew up, started making money. Dude, I quick. have a visual in my head of Road Fools 14. And you yeah. know, it's so trippy. And uh, then... I basically spent a year at home traveling, spent like months at a time or a month at a time in Austin, but like a lot of traveling, filming different videos and like kind of, this was the beginning. Yeah. And then August 1st, the year after high school. So I'd have been turning 20, no, maybe 19, uh, no 20. It was, uh, yeah. Cause I graduated in May, I was 18, 19 August, and then one whole year. So turning 20, moved to Austin, moved in with Chase Hawk, Devin Hutchins, Adam Roy, all in the same uh, house, all in the same house. Nice. And, um, okay. and then, damn. So yeah, Adam and you guys go way back. That's yeah. crazy. To, yeah. We go, we all go. I mean, yeah. Like I, uh, you know, BMX gave me the life that I have today. Like yeah. it gave me everything. And I know that. And my dad, mom know that like, uh, my mom is pretty, you know, like, Hey, that's cool. But like, you don't have to like ride anymore. It's yeah. just a dangerous and it was always dangerous. And it, you know, gave my mom a lot of like, I don't think she's ever said this, but like gave my mom a lot of anxiety. Like she came to watch me at the X games once. <clears throat> this was like before the, the anxiety was like known for everyone, you know, just like the definition of what it was. My mom, like you now looking back, I'm like, damn, my mom like was like, had gnar like her stomach. It was like, she's she couldn't mess. watch. And like, and I'm just like, man, my mom, like, she just, you know, she's a mom. She doesn't see anyone get hurt. Mm-hmm. My dad has always loved it. He came from like, a, you know, an extreme background of like motocross and like extreme jet skiing and all this stuff. So like, this is like, he's, this is so cool. Yeah. Like everything about it. Um, but like my dad always had a, a very good, or my parents always had like a good work ethic for me about it. 
Like I'd miss family events and my parents wouldn't tell me about them because they were like, you need to go on the trip. Nice. And I'd be like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, now you look back, you're like, Oh, I wish I was there for this or that maybe. But at the same time, like I'm 18 years into a BMX career. And like part of that is because like my parents still to this day, my dad will be like, Hey, you should come down. They're doing something at the skate park. Like you should be here. Not because I'm famous or not. It's just like, how do you stay in, grained into this thing that you helped build and also how do you like and my parents always were good about like this is your job you got to do it like and you yeah. know like you have to travel and you have to be out there and you have to do the best and and i was just lucky to be pretty good at it like all the time as in like i it was you know bmx came kind of easy in a way like that doesn't mean the tricks came easy that didn't mean that like spots and like lines and stuff like i'd spend six hours on one trick like yeah. that didn't come easy but i was you know, fortunate to be a pretty good bike rider and have pretty good eye for like some things. And, but the work ethic came from my parents who like always had jobs, always like hustled. And like, you know, part of that's the reason how I got into real estate is how hard my parents worked. And like, um, not like we didn't come from anything crazy good by any means, but my mom was like a, an accountant. She was like, this is what you do. This is, you know, ways to like make things, make things last longer and be better. You have to go to work. Like, and so I always still to this day, like, I'll get, I'll get in the van and I'm like, so, and I, I never wanted it to be a job. I never thought of this as a job, but I knew how to make it last longer. And I knew what you had to do. And I mean, I'll get in the van with the guys. I'm like, Hey, you guys got to wear a Sunday shirt yeah. cause you're a billboard and that's how we sell more bikes. And For that's real. how we do more trips. Yeah. And like when you tell it to them in some, to, like in the dumbest, most blunt way, they're yeah. like, Oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, yeah, if you sell all these shirts that you're wearing, like we can go on another trip. Yeah. And like, some people don't like that. Like some people are like, well, I don't want, I want to wear this, you know, vintage stuff. Like I want to wear this. And I'm like, I get it. Like who doesn't want to wear what they want to wear, but at the same time, work with the companies to make stuff you like so that we can wear them because you're literally your, your job is it's different in the NFL. The NFL doesn't have to do this. Like Odell Beckham jr. Or Tom Brady doesn't have to sell anything. All he has to do is, is literally throw a touchdown. And he is like looked at as like the best person in the world. Yeah skateboarders, bikers, action sports guys. Like you don't get to do that. You have to like sell product yeah. and Tom Brady didn't have to sell anything. He yeah. literally just has to like, ex- like just perform play yeah. and like perform. Uh, he, obviously he takes on more. He does sell things he does, but he doesn't have to. Yeah. And neither does all these other, we, the, they get paid enough to not have to, we have to, we have to like get you guys to buy things and like support us and like follow us. And like, right. it's, I mean, I said, I, I probably said this on the other podcast that you already listened to, but like, yeah. you know, we're the original influencers. Yeah. We are literally the original influ- action sports are the original influencer. And if y'all didn't support us, we would not be here. Yeah. And that's it. Like now. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So we're just all, we're not even pro bikers. We're just influencers. <laughs> You're pretty of, damn good. <laughs> so. Anyways, I could ramble all day. We could talk all day. I'm here for it. So what do you what do you want to know? I want to know. I mean, I I would love to know, like at the peak of Aaron Ross's BMX career, how much you were making. Oh man, dang, straight to it. We don't have to. You don't have to answer it. You know. Oh no, I don't really mind now. Um, I think there was a couple. There was a. I'd say outside of royalties and outside of other stuff, there was a couple years where I made like you know. 120, 140, 150. Fucking awesome for BMX. Dude. Yeah. Um, and in living in Outside Texas of royalties. Too. And some yeah. of those years I made, you know, you know, so there was a handful of years you could average that I made a, a good amount of money for a long time. Yeah. 
Um, and it's 1099, right? You're yep. an independent contractor yep. for these companies, which is hard to buy houses that way. Yeah. But I sure. was, um, you know, you, there's, if you want to get anything done, you can find someone to help you get it done. Yeah. I don't think I've had, I've had a lot of, you know, I've been very lucky to have my parents who like weren't into real estate. My parents were very, my mom was very smart, but like that was scary to them, not yeah. real estate, but just like bunch of real estate, yeah. you know, like, you know, leveraging yourself so bad that and if I, the shit hits a fan, the shit, yeah. yeah and so, and I think like, but you can always put yourself in a good position. Also living in a good city like Austin is, uh, you know, it's only getting better. It's it only, only got better. Yeah. yeah. And um, the pandemic boosted Austin. Yes. To the top. And which now the houses are sitting, uh, not that it's a problem cause I have a good situation with all mine, but like it's not always a foolproof plan, but right. it, it does work well. It's one of um, the best plans. Yes. So that's I interesting. Do. So your mom's an accountant. Is she the one that helped you take your 1099 and get a, get approved to get a traditional loan? Like how'd you buy your first house? My, my first house, I was pretty young. My parents actually co-signed. And okay. so that was a huge, I couldn't have done it without them. Even right. though I had a lot of, I was lucky to have a huge down payment. I had a lot of cash. I had yeah. I technically made a lot of money. Yeah. My dad is self-employed and he works and he, you know, he does really well for himself. Now they like always have the same jobs, but as you get better and you just get like a better, bigger network, my dad, our, our network of people, my dad and mom do really well now. What does your dad do? He's an, uh, he's a service guy for an automotive, you know, Hunter engineering, which, so he installs automotive, installs automotive equipment. So like everything that works on your car lifts, lifts it up, yeah. tire machines. My dad's a big garage guy, like Sick. has made jetpacks to fly around the lake. Yeah, like, I saw about like that. he's, yeah. he's a wild guy. That's awesome. Um, but like my mom was always a big, you know, maybe, you know, this, but Dave Ramsey, big Dave Ramsey. Yeah. So, you know, guy helps you like get out of debt and like, you know, save, save money. money. And like, yeah. don't my mom was very cards. traditional when it came to that stuff, like pay everything off. Oh, nobody, nothing. And like save, yeah, save, 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 play it safe. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but I gotta like, do things to make money if I don't want to go get a job. Right. And I like was lucky to not have a traditional job. So then I wanted to find ways to make money in a non-traditional way. Yeah. Even though like in our world now, that is a traditional way. It's yeah. just like, it depends on where you come from and what you want. And so like still to this day, I'm like, yeah, we're buying another house, dad. We're going to do this. We're going to renovate. And my dad's like, you can see my, the fear on my dad's face. <laughs> the support is there and he's there. And like, he'll help me put in cabinets, tear down walls. Like my dad is there. There's been times my parents have driven, 11 out of 12 weekends up to help us with projects. Nice. Three and a half hour drive. They'll be there by 10 AM, but they love it. Love it. And they don't want a dollar. And they get to they see just, their granddaughter. Yeah. They get to see the, they just love my dad. Just one of those people that like, he can literally build, make, do anything. Sick. And he loves to be able to show people that. Yeah. And not in like a show off way. He just loves to be able to be like, Oh, they did that on a TV show. We did it too. <laughs> and he doesn't need any, <laughs> he doesn't need pops. anything of, yeah. about, for it. He just like, Oh, we could, we could do that. I'm like, I okay. And, so I think having a good support system, like my parents and my mom being able to be like, okay, so like what you're going to do is you're going to do a short-term mortgage on your house when I'm 22, you're making enough money. She knew how much money she was helping me with it. She saw all the money or she, she knew what was going on. And at that time I actually wasn't making a crazy amount of money. The money, when I bought the first house, it just was enough to like buy a house and had a down payment, yeah. but it came the next three or four years. I like did really well with my Etni shoes. Oh, and, shit. and this is like timed out perfectly. Cause this is after the market crash it, you know? Yeah. So you, so bought, I bought like 2010, maybe yeah, 2009, wow. yeah. 10, Talk 11 about timing. That's fucking perfect. And then, um, and then I ended up, you know, you know, buying another condo and stuff. And I just would like do these short term mortgages and like pay extra every month. And like, I didn't have like, and not that this is 
everyone's problem. But I didn't do anything else. I didn't drink. I didn't do any drugs. So like all the money that I could have been spending in other places, I just put towards this. I didn't have like, and not that it's something's wrong with doing it the other way. This is just how I did it. And like, um, I also just wanted to give my, I mean, if I was being very honest, the way I didn't do it to then get to where I am today, I did it on like the low, the, like the, my entire goal was that when bike riding ended, I owned a house that I had a lot of money in Yeah, and I could go one or two ways. I could sell it, use that money to move back to Corpus and like get a real job. But I would have this huge like jump Safety start. Net. Yeah. Two, I would have paid off the house enough to where I could get two roommates. Yeah. And have them free. pay me. I'd live for free and I get to travel and continue to ride bikes. It's called house hacking. And so it wasn't that I was like, okay, I'm going to buy this house, buy another house, buy another house and like become this real estate person. It was just that I was like, how do I make the transition to like traditional life after BMX easier? Yeah. And like, I was way ahead on that idea. I mean, I, I would have guessed that I wouldn't have got to where I am today and I would have just sold houses and like, or sold them all, got chunks of money and moved on. Yeah. And like, and I was fortunate to keep grinding and like doing other stuff and like doing other food truck business, just other yeah. things. And so now it's all kind of like, and now I, you know, then I met my wife who was into real estate and then she was into development and she does way better than I'll ever do. How did you meet her? Um, my, uh, Devin Hutchins sister's best friend is Bethany's sister. Okay. And she, uh, we, we like went to top golf one night with Bethany's or with, you know, the Chelsea, crew. Yeah. the crew. And she was like, you should meet my sister. And I was like, okay. And here we are all these years later. She was like, oh, you're right. We should. Meet How long ago is this? Nine years ago um, in October. So we've been married for going, I guess this was our seventh anniversary. So we've been, yeah. So nine, we've been together for a while. That's great. And um, she was always, you know, where we are alike the most, we don't have this fear of like, um, we are excited to try and do you like weird, unique ways to make money. Yeah, so like that. houses and like flipping things and like, we aren't, a, you know, we're both on the same page. We're like, I don't really. And I actually talked to someone about this the other day and I maybe said it on other things, but BMX money came so easy. And uh, I don't mean like, Oh, I'm so great. And money came easy. It just appeared in my account. Like yeah. they just gave it to you for riding bikes. This is, it's not like I had to like go and dig a hole to like earn the money. Right. And then it was like, well, that's my money. I dug that hole and I earned it. I kind of always saw it. It was like, well, I rode bikes and like, now I'm good at it. And they like gave me money. So therefore the money was easy to spend. Yeah. And not like, I didn't buy ridiculous things. It was just easy. Like it, it was all this mathematical, like internet thing that like the money was just in these accounts. You just like transferred to someone else. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel real. It's it like, doesn't okay, feel real. Let's play with it. It's like the way people talk about Bitcoin money. Like it doesn't yeah. feel real. It's play money. And so mentally now it's different because now you have kid you have i have a daughter and like things are a little different but at that time you definitely felt like okay they're giving it to me to ride bikes it's not gonna be that weird like i'm not holding it. it's not like i have a case of it in my house where yeah. i have to walk around it and it's like annoying or like i'm like that's a lot it's like well i could just like magically transfer it over here and this property becomes mine so they cool. say, yeah. so they say. Yeah. And so I think it was like easy come easy go type of deal, but it worked out in the, in a good way. And like, I don't think I'm not, it's, you know, that's not even, that's barely cocky. It's just like, dude, we are so lucky to ride bikes and then to give us money. So like, I'm going to try the hardest to, I can do to make the most of yeah, it. Yeah. That's fucking and so, awesome. And now, um, and now it's been fun to be able to like use that to do other things that you're actually more passionate about. Like I've, you know, invested in like a, bike shop in Austin, which is like cool to be a part of something that I like believe awesome. in and like get a, you know, kind of check off all these dreams of What's like, it called? 
the bicycle house. It's actually right next to Empire, but it's a like BMX racing, uh, high end road bike shop. Okay. And so like they don't really do BMX at so all. You're not competing with Empire. No, and like it's the like owner is like a five time you know Olympic mechanic, like BMX racer. He's Sick. an old friend of you know I've known him for since I was a kid racing, and so it's like yeah. Tina and Tom know him at Empire, so it's like they're literally on the same street. And what does that look like if it like? I invested in a bike shop. Like that's that sounds cool, but what does that what does that actually mean? You cut a check. Yeah, yeah. Then... I just gave a check to support them opening it, and then like with the hopes that it'll come back. Yeah, and like you know at some point, which is the shop's like, doing great. Is it written out? Like okay, I give you this much, and then I expect. Well, they X were they were pretty legit about it. Like they had a, like a very legit investor packet, and like they yeah. sent out to a bunch of people. Like people from Austin FC are like involved in the shop. So like there's a very big crew of people that are like a pretty big deal in and around town. Yeah. The guy from the breakfast club, which is like a big road bike, um, breakfast ride. Like he, they do clothing and they do like, you know, gear and stuff. Um, like he's involved. So it's like, we have a good group of like investors and owners that are like, you know, popular enough to bring more people to like yeah. the shop and so. stuff. Um, empire was obviously around before I was, or, you know, trend and then empire. So it's not like, you know, I think I've been in empire. I went out to, so Mediocre at Best got nominated for Nora Cup in 2014, okay. 13. We got beat out by Market Zero. Oh, yeah. At least that's a good one to get beat juggernauts. out by. Juggernauts. I know. That's a good one to get beat out by, though. Straight Hollywood production with Chad yeah. Curley and Dennis and all them. Um, that was a crazy video. I got, to, I got to step inside an empire, and that was pretty cool. Nice. Um, so you probably would have went into water. the big one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I probably do need some water. Yeah, but, but I am curious about, like, your history with empire and you know how long it's been around and maybe a quick a brief brief um, history of empire bmx because okay brief history yeah. owen williams is tina and tom's son and in the very first oh, i guess not the first but the very the second empire there's photos of all of us holding owen as a baby and owen now has his driver's license so empire's been around for 18 years maybe that's awesome give or take so i guess the tw maybe they've already been around 20 years i don't know no they haven't been but um, Empire was so Jed Rogers, one of my good friends from Corpus Christi, moved to Austin as a BMXer, was on Trend, was sponsored by Trend, an early Empire writer. He saw me in Corpus and was like, There's this kid down in Corpus. You got to meet him. You got to see him. You got to start filming him. You got to see him. He's doing bar spins and tail whips. Yeah. And, it's and awesome. um, Tina and Tom are pretty like patient with people like as in like they don't jump all over like you could you know garrett could walk into austin and say no one knew who garrett was they wouldn't sponsor him they would wait like a year and they, they want to see loyalty they want to see you know but I they stopped. were filming a video at the time and i was hanging out with a lot of the right guys i guess you could say and so i just sort of joel was like pitching me or jed had kind of already pitched me joel starting to film me and i still am like filming for this video part but i'm not on empire yet and i'm not necessarily maybe going to like were you sponsored at this point not for the first empire video okay. i think towards the end i got like sponsored by fbm and then was sponsored by empire but they definitely like i'm filming for a video and joel's still like convincing that i need to be in the video and they're yeah. like ah you know we don't know him we'll <laughs> and and then obviously it, it kind of worked out so empire they're like family um tom's a little quiet hangs out in the back still they still work every day they're the only two people that pack packages so if you buy anything from Empire BMX, Tom or Tina, who have been doing it since Trend. Tina's family actually like own Trend, I believe. And 
Tina's been packing BMX packages for, I mean, 25 years now. I feel like they were early on into the mail order. Yes. So Trend was one of the early mail orders in the back of like old ride BMXs where it was okay. the dark pages that Trend. Because um, you're saying Trend. I've, nev I've never seen it or yeah. heard of if it. If you saw it, you might remember it. But Trend was, Trend was the mail order empire. So okay. basically, that's what the sticker said. It's a trend. Okay. Or the mail order but empire. that is empire. Yes. Okay. Well, they couldn't keep the name. The family wouldn't give them the name. And so, the, like, whoever wouldn't give Tina and Tom the name trend. And huh. So they basically took empire off of the sticker and were like, we'll be empire. And then they just, they have a great relationship with, you know, Joe and Taj back in the day. So, like, they were the place to get T1s and, like, yeah. Um, and what, and so they're just good people. They're just really good people love BMX. They are like, you know, core BMX -er to their, you know, Tina never really rode, but she's been in the BMX world for 25, 30 years now. And they like, she's like the second mom. She's like, takes care of chase. She takes care of me. That. Like yeah. takes care of Brett Silva. Now. Like she's like literally there to like take care of us. Every like, scene needs even my Tina. parents come in and still to this day, my dad will be like, thank you for, you know, like, like my dad's like can cry a lot. He'll yeah. cry. And my he'll even be like, well, just just thank y'all for what y'all did for Aaron. I and I'm it. like, Dad, it's like 15 years. Like, it's like, you know, like, and not that he'll, you know, but he's just choked up because I think he, you know, this isn't easy. Like doing oh, yeah. doing BMX or doing any professional sports, not easy. Like it's this really is hard, and like it takes, like it takes family and it takes crews, and like you have to make good family inside of your sport and stuff, and like, and. And really, you have to think, like, there's so many great BMXers that exist, but how many off the top of your head are the ones that are still doing it that, like, have that support? Right. You know, you look at, there's so many people, and, you know, maybe, I don't know, whatever, but Zach Gerber, for instance, one of the best bike riders of all time. Yep. And, like, you know, I don't know how he played his cards, and I know there's, you, know, you could say all you want to say, but, like, every video part that guy puts out has always been some of the best video parts Hammer's of our out. entire generation. Yeah. But for whatever reason, whether it was him self-inflicted or like people just didn't like vibe with him or whatever it may be, he doesn't, he doesn't have that same like, you know, reputation as like a Dak or a Nathan when right. like he was good enough to be on those trips and like hang 100%. out with those guys. But obviously like something didn't click somewhere. And, you know, I think like it takes a lot to be those guys, you yeah. know, like, and, uh, so yeah, it's more than just being able to do the tricks. You got to be, I don't know, like a, a good person to be in a fan well, for an extended period. One of, time. of your locals here, like no longer local, but like Casey Badger is the first person who'll say that. Why yeah. was Casey Badger one of the most followed, like copied BMX riders of all time? Well, he's cool. Yeah, he was cool. And he could do a couple tricks that were better than other people. He does the best back X ups and best turndowns maybe ever. Sure does. Yeah. But was, did he, he didn't bring a ton more than those few things. Yeah. But he was super cool. Yeah. And like people wanted to go on trips with him. People wanted to be around him. And then you meet teams where like, yeah, we just never like get along with that guy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you know, I, I, I always liked, uh, Mark. What's his name? Mark Burnett. Mark Burnett. Love Mark he was Burnett. on, he was on Sunday. He was like, yeah. Mark Burnett's one of the best bike riders. He's young. Like, why is he not doing stuff? You know, like, yeah. and, I don't want to get into any of that, but like you gotta, you gotta like be awesome and treat people good. There's a lot more to this than oh, yeah. just as like being the best bike rider. Like 100%. Mark is the best rider, bike rider. And he's like still to this day, yeah. one of the best bike riders. And you're like, man, why is he not 
getting the opportunity to like do, why can't we see more of him? Right. And I, you know, whether or not that's self-inflicted or something else, yeah. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's his choice. There's some people like Ian Swartz was just like, I'm out. Yeah. I just so like, trippy. has enough of me and I'm out and like, that's it. And I'm going to go be a farmer. And Dude, like, let's talk about that. Tell me that because Ian Schwartz is one of my favorite influences. He was one of the dudes that like made me want to get a free coaster. He was early on a free coaster game. And then, so I wanted to get in. And then maybe three or four years of being in the, in, in the industry, I was like, where'd he go? Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. He literally, Tell I think the there was a mixture of stuff. I think like, you know, I, I was on some of those trips and we always got along pretty good. I think I was a little bit um, someone he liked and appreciated and like as a friend, but also like he didn't love. I don't want to say he didn't love me because that's not the right thing, to, but it's like uh, we were different. Like I was like this loud, obnoxious, like colorful human being that wants to talk to everyone. And he's very quiet and very like Reserved. yeah and just like yeah. oh yeah like i just sort of like well that's a little bit much for me i just want to like do these like cool tricks and he's a cool guy and i'm not necessarily a cool guy i'm just like a get it done have yeah. fun do it all like if if i woke up in the morning and wanted to ride mountain bikes we're gonna go ride mountain bikes like yeah. i didn't i wasn't like in a box you couldn't like that's and, what's up which is a good thing yeah and yeah, um, yeah. and i think ian always appreciated that about me but at the same time you know we were different and I think he just sort of like couldn't really get out of BMX what he needed to stay motivated and stay in it, yeah. which was probably a little bit financially. And also just like, okay, if you're not going to get, can't get me the money, I want to see the entire world. And if you can't show me the world, I'm going to, I'm just done. Yeah. Like I can't, I'm going to go start a life and do something else. And like, yeah. and I think he had some like ties to some like, you know, farming and some other stuff that in his background. And I think he went and started his own farm and he's like, you know, I kind of fucking love that. I totally. The shit out There's of that. nothing wrong with that. I yeah. just think that like if BMX could have paid him more money to yeah. keep him interested, he would have stayed. Yeah. And, um, and cause I don't think he never really had like bad injuries or anything. I think maybe, I think maybe he hurt his knee once, but like, it wasn't like, what's his name? What's the other guy that rode for Sunday? The wall ride guy, Garrett Reeves, Garrett Reeves. Yeah. Garrett Reeves was torn between just getting hurt all the time yeah. and like, and then financially couldn't do it with both. And I think there's people like myself, like I'm someone who has to like fully emerge myself into it to be into it. Yeah. And if I can't, then I'm like half in and half out. Right. And like, if that's the case, someone like Garrett Reeves was like, yeah, I like am hurt all the time. I can't fully do this. I have jobs. I have other stuff. And I think that makes it hard for people. And I think like people want to be able to like, I am a professional bike rider. Right. And that's all I do. And yeah. if you can't do that, like, I think you just lose interest. And like, that is the goal, dude. Like you're young and you're learning all the tricks and you're like, when, when I grow up, I want to be a pro bike rider yeah. and make a living. And then you kind of like, I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I, it's way harder. There's a very few people that I see that are like pro BMX riders and only, only ride to make a good living. You know, like, I, I yeah. don't think it's that it's, what it's, are your thoughts on that? How attainable is it for young kids these days? Like, well, it's, Oh, it's so different today. Yeah. It's so different. Like I, I think with the internet and like followers and YouTube, so many people can make, I mean, we were just talking about people before that, like maybe aren't the most traditional bike riders and like, but they're making living on YouTube. Right. So you can like, I mean, Adam LZ, everyone love or hate him. That dude made a million dollars off bike riding. Yeah. No one liked him from no one YouTube LZ. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm throwing out numbers. I don't know what he really did, but like, yeah. that's how he got to start. People didn't support him. People didn't like him. I mean, maybe he wasn't like top tier BMX level rider, but like 
Dude, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah. still good. He's better than like the average bike rider. Yeah. And he has um, a personality and he's willing to put himself out there yes. and make the YouTube. And, and so like that's a lot. Him, for example, he did make a lot of money. Yeah. LZ BMX like made a lot of money. I don't know what those numbers are. He'd probably tell you, but I know he made a lot of money. And no one, I, I always was a supporter of that. Like people always thought I didn't like LZ because he like had, he used some of my bike stuff and I'm like, no, I don't care. I'm like, I'm always a supporter of a hustler. Like Hold on, who, what, what, what is this? What did he use? Uh, some he did of like your a, bike stuff. He did like a ride interview or something back in the day or something where he said, Oh, uh, the reason I got popular quick is because I just tagged Aaron in all my first videos and they sort of blew up. And he was, you know, he's like, which would technically be like looked down upon. I didn't care yeah. because you could say that some of the reason that I got more popularity is because Adam LZ was talking about me and like right, writing yeah. some of my parts. And so, I think it takes, you know, it's good and bad publicity. You could do it all. And I wasn't, I didn't have a YouTube That's channel. Kind of so, smart. Yeah. Yeah. And I had no involvement. I have, then there was always the apology video that was very famous. Like he was always supposed to apologize or I was always supposed to apologize to him for breaking. He broke my handlebars and it was like a big deal. That was huh. like one of his most popular YouTube videos. Interesting. And I never, I never would apologize to him. <laughs> um, but last year he did actually break a pair of handlebars or something weird happened. And I like, Got him a pair of handlebars at Empire. My signature bars wrote on them and sent it to him. And he like, so we we talk a little. He actually would you write me. on it? Would you? I don't remember what I write on. He I don't I really don't remember. I Sorry. Think, no, I didn't. I because <laughs> I, I, I've always stayed pretty true that like I'm not apologizing. Yeah. For no. For what? What would you have to apologize for? For your signature my, bars? Breaking? Yeah, the bars broke. And I don't know how they broke. No, and it's 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 always been a little like still to this day in comments. I'll like comment on one of his car videos. And some BMX kid who's now a car person will be like, you owe him an apology. And Fuck I'm like, you. maybe I do. Maybe <laughs> I don't. But I'm not going to give it. And then he actually messaged me the other day. He wants to play a game of bike in 2023. Sick. So we might be playing a game of bike in 2023. I so love we'll that. He, so I said, just tell me when and where and we'll figure something out. Um, we'll stage it because I'll have to win. And I'll, we'll, you know, we'll have NDAs signed and contracts and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, that's how the big, the big, 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 the big, big dogs, dogs do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to do that. So, it, you know, I'll win, of course. Um, Naturally, and you it, heard it here first. It'll, I'll win. And it'll also be uh, totally legit. And no one will know any, you know, yeah. so. Beautiful. So, all right. So first, the game of bike makes me want to talk about in the Dawn on the Streets video, you talked to Dan Crook and talked oh, about gosh. that game of bike. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> but while we're, we're still on the topic of like becoming a professional or earning a living through the BMX world. What is the path that you would tell a young kid to do? Like, so, um, I, my, I, I have two things I tell all kids and par parents cause parents, let me drink some water. Parents love you. Uh, parents did like me. Um, I think parents, I think parents liked me cause I was like a good, I was like this extreme sport athlete, but I wasn't your traditional, like, or, you know, maybe covered in tattoos and like right. could scare a parent that their 14 year old kid was going to go down the wrong path. Yeah. And so like, I didn't drink. I You're didn't a good role model. Yeah. Just like, that doesn't mean that I'm thinking myself as being perfect or that I didn't have other things that like you should not do or whatever, but just seems like, okay, it's not that bad. Like Real Travis, quick, why, why don't, why haven't you drank or done? I've drank or... now at this point, but early on, I didn't drink till I was like 25 or 26. Why? I, no reason. My parents don't drink. Nice. No reason. Just there's no examples. like, <clears throat> there's no, no reason. Like Word. there's no like religious reason. There's nothing. We just like, my yeah. parents just didn't do it. My dad said he had a lot of friends when he was younger that, you know, did stuff. And like he, my dad always had jet skis and always had cars and always built doom buggies. And like, he spent all his money that he worked on to buy things yeah. for fun. And like, I saw that as an example. So like I, all the money I made, I spent on that's great. Like, 
things that made me money in the end yeah. or at least tried or things that I enjoyed. So that's and, your first piece of advice. Young writers don't drink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've always been a big fan of like, you should smoke weed. It chills people out. I think it does good. I think yeah. drinking, you know, in excess or like getting wild, you know, like you lose control and like it gets yep. people in trouble and it's dangerous. And like, that doesn't mean I have drank and like, I've, yeah. I've only drank a handful, not a handful, but like a couple handfuls of times over yeah. the last, you know, I'd say even over the last one of my 36. So I think like t 10, 12 years, and like, I think the last time I drank now was, I'm pretty sure it was a burn, the initial burn slow trip, which would be three years ago. Yeah. So I, and now it's like a really fun thing to, you know, give to my friends. Like some of my best friends were on the trip and I was like, went to the bathroom and I was like, I should just get some margaritas. And I love like fruity, funny drinks. And yeah. so I came back with like a tray of margaritas nice. and I was like, we're all doing Here this we go, boys. and we're going to do it <laughs> over and over tonight. And I think I only had three drinks and that's it. And like, I do think it's fun. I mean, and that took it's the night, the occasion. night like turned, you know, like these dudes, but I'm also like, I drank for two hours, maybe done. And we saw like three hours to go in the night and I was and done. Like I didn't hydrate. Drink. Yeah. And I like, we walked to the next bar the next and I never day. drink again, but then everyone else loses it and they yeah. drink all night and yeah. I'm, I'm a bad influence. It's a slippery slope. It was actually a bad, good and bad influence. Two people on that trip, um, were current, like we're like 30 days into like not drinking. Oh, and they're shit. like, I'm never yeah. going to drink again. I'm done. <laughs> and I was like, no, you're drinking tonight. And so that was not good, but I That's did good. pay for them to get so wasted that night that it was a reminder of why they do not drink. And then and both of them going. have never drank again. Fuck. Yeah. So, That's awesome. you know, sometimes you gotta, you know, you gotta overdo it to, you know, there you go. Yeah. I just think sometimes, um, I think with specifically drinking and people that I've like, I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking within reason. I think you just need to figure out what's important to you in life. And if going out and hanging out with your friends is important, then you should go out and drink with your friends and enjoy it. Yeah. But if getting up in the morning and like doing stuff with the early crew is important to you, then you should prioritize that over the nights. The night crew. Yeah. And I think that sometimes get lost. And I think there's been some people that have like gone too far with one and they miss out on the other. And then it causes this bad circle when I'm like, you just need to figure out what time of the day you want to spend your time with the people right, that are yeah. out and about. And, you know, enjoy that and like, you know, yeah. prioritize that time. And I think you'll find more happiness. That doesn't mean that like some people that are drinking don't have pure happiness because right. I think if that's what you find enjoyment in, that's your happy place. And like, yeah. don't drink and drive. Don't, you know, don't put other people in danger. But if you want to be at that 9am session and you can't be because, because you're, you're hung over, yeah. you're only going to be sad. And like, it's yeah, just it's like, a so, cycle. you know, I think I've been on both ends of that cycle where I stay up until 5am and then I'm missing the early. And my dad would always tell me like, wake up early, Robert. Like you, there's good, like just do something. And, and then now that I've, you know, maybe two or three years ago, I started waking up early and I'm like, Oh yeah, this is great. Like, yeah. It's, get, it, it is nice good in the morning, um, getting shit done. It's fire. Yeah. It's nice to get some stuff done. And you feel like you have your whole day to like, yeah, you know, you have more time to go ride bikes and yep. do these other things that may not be like job anymore. They might just be like in, you know, a guilty pleasure or like a meditation. Like I think yeah. of bike riding as like, I didn't ever realize how much, you know, how important mental health was to people. Cause I just was, everything I did was fun. Yeah. Everything I've done for 15 yeah, years. It seems was, like you've been happy. For, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I've also got to do bike riding as a job. And so mm -hmm. like, you know, and I understand there's not that other people have struggles in that too, but like, now that I have like other things, I'm like, man, I need to go ride. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I get why, like now that I don't ride every day and I don't get to ride as much. And I don't, I didn't realize how important bike riding was to me because it was something that just like you did every day. You would almost need breaks from riding because you did it so much. Yeah. Like, I just need to sit on the couch and watch a movie. Yeah. Like, you know, I can't I just, just do this. Chill? 
And now it's the opposite where I'm like, I need to get out and like, I need to like sprint as fast as I can, scare myself a little bit, wake myself up and like nice. enjoy it. And like not, you know, and that comes with, you know, all kinds of different hobbies that like whatever it may be. Yeah. So, all right. So let's bring it back. Uh, all right, you, bring it back. You are, you're talking. So you were about to say, and when I talk to kids and when I talk to parents, oh, okay. and parents think I'm a good role model, but, and then we went off on drinking tangent, yeah, but what do you, what do you tell these kids and parents? I've always told parents, um, there's not every kid's going to be the best pro bike rider or a pro biker at all. That's not, you know, that's just, that's just, just real. It's a fact, yeah. but like any sport or anything, like there's a podcast guy, there's a filmer guy, there's right. a design guy, there's a company owner, there's a hundred different jobs within this industry that you could do. And your son or kid or the, or the actual kid can continue to travel yes. the world and enjoy bike riding. And that might be the, the like jump start to like him being an architect or him being, like yeah, exactly. a, you know, a famous movie, you know, producer or filmer or whatever. Joe Moody or Spike, yeah, Spike Lee, like, yeah. you know, you know, all these guys like Joe Simon, all these people were like, this was their start. And they have these free, like people to film forever. And like, you get to build these projects and then you take that into the real world. And like, you know, you're ahead of the game. Right. And now you're, you know, Jeff Z always said this. He goes, this is shooting a wedding is like the easiest thing in the world. Cause no one's life's at stake. Yeah. For like, you know, like, yeah. dude, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, if I don't catch this bar spin, this guy does over this dumpster off this house. Yes. I'm going to have to ask he this guy to die. do it again. Yeah. Oh man. And you're like, worst. Hey, can y'all just like kiss each other again? Like one more time. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, it's not life and death. So I think, um, I shot Kaczynski's wedding with Jeff Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jeff Z shot my wedding. I guess Hell you yeah. didn't help him, but Jeff Z shot my wedding. I do love that Jeff Z got to shoot all these um, famous bike riders, and now he gets to shoot all these famous bike riders. Were you weddings. there? Maybe that's where we met. No. Before. You <sighs> were at Kaczynski's wedding? I actually saw Kaczynski this past year and had like a – we're good friends. We talk a lot. Yeah. Um, we traveled a lot when we were on Etnies. When we got off Etnies, it just didn't really cross as much anymore besides at like events and stuff. But Kaczynski and I have always been very good friends. I did not go to his wedding, and I apologized to him for that last year. Uh, or, sorry, this year. Um, I think it he'll was, forgive you. He be, was fine. He, I think I said, no, it was a life lesson. I didn't go to his wedding. I was busy, and, like, financially, it was, like, you know, all over the place. It was just, like, I was – and I don't plan stuff well, so I didn't plan to go early, so I had tickets work. You know, it was just a whole deal. Right, yeah. And I didn't go, and I realized that day why you go. It's not necessarily just to support Brian. It was like, dude, I would have got to hang out with, like, a hundred of my favorite friends. Yes. And, like, it was the first wedding of my, like, group of friends that wasn't, like, family or something where I'm yeah. like, it's the not. The groomsman was BMX legends. Just I know. <laughs> Dave Fryman yeah. and, like, Chad DeGroote and yes. all these people that I'm, like, friends with. I'm in all these group texts with all these. Like, I'm in group texts with these guys talking shit about football every yeah. week because the Packers and all this stuff. And I'm like. I could have seen him yeah. in person and you know, so anyways, I actually saw Brian this past year in Chicago and I was like, Hey, I just want you to know. And he was like, what? Like, Oh yeah. That was like a long time ago. And I don't, he like, <laughs> and I was like, I know, I know. I just want you to know that was like a, like I learned a lot from not going, you know, and it wasn't yeah. that I like, you know, I didn't choose not to go. I just like, didn't make it happen. Right. And uh, I was like, Oh, it'll be fine. I'll see Brian next week and it'll continue on with our lives. And anyways, so I learned a lot from that. Um, what where were we at? So, so parents, the branching. We're off. all over so, the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're we're good. So like, at when you're talking to a kid whose dream is to be a professional bike rider, you're telling them that there's options. You know, like yeah. there's there's just a lot more to these industries. The same with football or basketball. Like there's basketball coaches, there's football coaches, there's right, like yeah. the there's photographers, everything. Yeah. You can be anything 
inside of that industry, if, if, if you love sneakers and you want to, you, maybe you're not going to get to design the newest Nike, but like, that doesn't mean you're not going to run the shoe store. You know, like there's so many jobs and I don't mean just like a normal shoe store. I'm saying like a shoe business, like right. something. And, um, so I try and tell parents like there's so much more to this and like, there's so much more family involved in this than you would think or yep. like whatever. And so I think like people get their start in this pod. I mean, how many people got started in BMX? Like Adam LZ is now like this insane car guy with right. a crazy YouTube channel. <coughs> Who else we got? Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, Adam made something out of nothing. Yeah. Not the not the best rider, but one hell of a hustler. Yep, one hell of a hustler. I saw him at Dawn of the Streets, and we talked for a long time about real estate and just all kinds of stuff. Is he and in real estate too? He's got houses. No, but he does own a couple houses, but they're all like kind of uh, they're all for like his business and like, you know, like I think him and his chick own a house. They rent out for like, you know, video shoots and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And like, video shoots. so it's like yeah. video shoots. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I always tried my hardest to like stay. And I told Adam this, like at some point back in the day, I was like, I try and stay clear of like controversial people. Like he was always a controversial figure in BMX. People yeah. loved and hated him. And like, he never really did me wrong anywhere. And I didn't really, but I also was like, I think I'm, I don't need to go on like, I this didn't is need 22? To, yeah. You're talking, and I yeah. didn't need to like, I never, but I always liked Adam, but I guess I also am someone who like has an appreciation for people who hustle. Yeah. And so I hustle, I like started businesses, lost business, you know, just all yep. kinds of stuff and just always hustling. And so I appreciate someone that could do that. Same. And like, um, so we had a good, we talked for like 30 minutes at Donna street, just sitting on the ledge. And I was like, man, it was really good to, you know, cause like there's people like that. Like I may never see Adam again. Like, yeah. even though like I'm active in BMX, we're, we run in different circles right. and like we've, I, I went on a Sunday trip to Mexico city with Adam back in the day. And like, so it was, you know, or Guadalajara or something. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, so it was good to see him and say hi. And like, you know, dude's crazy successful and yeah. like, you know, he's got the mind for it. Did, I, did you know that I, so when I graduated or I was about to graduate college, this is like 2010. My dad was like, you got to get an internship with one of these BMX companies. And so I sent out emails to a bunch of different BMX companies. And then I sent one to Adam 22 and they come up and he was like, Cano, you can come intern for me. <laughs> so I went out to Long Beach and I stayed at their house and he taught me how to make a post on WordPress. Um, his buddy, Chris Long was like the bully. Cause mm. I was the new kid, like go grab the bags, Cano. But, <laughs> but whenever, whenever I, I always thought Adam was a dick, but then when I hung out with him and it was just like one-on-one. -on -one. He's so nice. And he's fucking, yeah, I think he's also, he's guy. also admitted to that, like getting older, you just kind of chill out and yeah. like, you don't get so angry with like all this other stuff and like, you don't get wrapped up in stuff. So I think he's, and he knows, that. I don't know his Twitter, like he's just a good internet personality, which yeah. is, you know, I mean, which is why he's, easy. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess he, he said, I, yeah, I guess he posted this recently, so I guess I he, it's not weird. But like, dude, the dude's making like a million dollars a month or something. Yeah, or over that, he was like, yeah, like, and I was just like, oh my gosh, you're just making so much money. Like, good, and for, good you. for you. Yeah, yeah. whatever, man. I and mean, I, I think, think there's a lot of people that hated put more back into BMX, which is dumb. yeah. It sounds like it. That's what you know. Biz was out there and he was saying the same thing. And I think like, um, you know, I think people always hated on Nigel, and I was always like, dude, Nigel's like doing it. Yeah. If, I, if I had anything, I'd say to hate on Nigel. Um, it, and I just bought Nigel's book. I bought Harrison, Harrison, Bo or Harrison. Not oh, really, sick. Uh, yeah. Harrison, Harrison Akari. Or no, 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 no. That's the writer. Harris. What is Harrison from Def Grip? Yeah. I can't think of his last name right now. Why? why Harrison. Is it not Boyd? No. All right. Harrison. Yeah. But Harrison, you know, Harrison Def Grip. I'm going to look it up. He's an <laughs> um, Harrison, I, Harrison, I talked a little bit a couple of years ago because we were, uh, voice, voice. It's not Boyd. It's voice. Um, 
anyways, he, so I, I like, I bought the book and it's just, I, I keep meaning to make a post. I like shot some photos of it. Don't want to make a post about it. But basically what I was trying to say is like, if I, oh, sorry, I'll start with the one thing I would ever hate on Nigel about. Um, I just wish at certain times early on, he would have put out more video parts because I did think Nigel was very good. I think yeah. Nigel was great, but he got compared to night to the Nike team too much. Like he was compared right. to Dennis yeah. and Garrett all the time. And I think that was unfortunate for him because he was our like, and I, I don't want to compare him to Edwin because I think that's not necessarily right. But I think like he was so good. He has a great style. He's good. He picks out spots really well. Yeah. But he picks out spots that may like entertain you really well. Colorful, bright, yeah. sharp, and all these great things. And I'm like, dude, he has such a good eye for like that kind of stuff, which I appreciate. Yeah. And um, but that would be my only thing is I just wish at times he would put out a little more banger parts when he would do some of these collaborations. Right. But Dude, that's a good point. Like, there's not that many because the parts he put parts. out were so riding with the work was like unreal. Yeah. If you go back and watch it, which I haven't watched in a couple of years now, but I remember watching. I'd be like, dude, he's like shredding. Yes. And like he is, and I get that maybe I shouldn't put him in a box of like he's New York City. That's real street riding. But like he was doing like quote unquote real street riding, yeah. like what you would think the animal guys or whoever in that that you know New York City. You know, I know they're all there's guys that do more stuff than that now. Yeah. But like. He was great. And I, I bought the book the other day because I wanted to make a post and be like, hey, this is how you like support your friends. You know, when your friends open a coffee shop and you're supposed to go and support local and like not ask for something for free. Right. Yeah. I was like, we live in an age now where like if you, you or Chase or someone I talk Chase, I give Chase crap about this all the time. But you got to like if your friend's doing a pro a paid promotional post the this day and age he needs your comments he needs your like it's not like you don't have to say something you just literally a like and a thumbs up is like we need that stuff that's yeah. how we're like we take those insights back to those brands and that's how we're making a living yep. it's the same thing as like buying the cup of coffee for someone and i finally have gotten to a place financially where i can like start i've started like buying stuff from people that aren't my like sponsors anymore not not trying to get so much stuff for free not that i'm trying to get it but just like like i've people have been like hey i want to send you some stuff and then before they can send I, this happened the other day in the airport i saw a guy a shoe company guy out of austin and i like the shoes it's like a like a fancy running shoe and i don't run or anything but i like the shoes i like shoes and so I saw him in the line and I could tell it was the, I, I had a good guess it was going to be the owner. I didn't know him, didn't know what he looked like, but saw him wearing the shoes. And I was like, Hey, I like y'all shoes. I actually almost bought those the other day. He's like, and you could tell he was like, Oh yeah. It's, and I was like, is it your company? He's like, yeah, it's mine. I was like, Oh, that's so cool. But we're like three people behind. I, I don't know what it is about me, but I know he's going to give me the shoes for free. Yeah. I just, I just, we're going to talk. I talk and we're going to talk and I'm going to end up getting the shoes for free. And that's, so I buy them before I get to the register. Online, nice. I buy the shoes, you know, $100. I've wanted them a couple months before, just didn't buy them. Buy them, go to the table. He's like, oh, I want to send you a couple pairs. And I was like, <laughs> I already bought them in line. My point is that, like, this is a small company out of Austin. I wouldn't do that with Nike. Right, like, yeah. They're doing fine. You can take free shoes I from Nike. I can take Nike. free shoes from Nike. But I try and I want to be a good example for these younger guys that are coming up that are, like, see their friends stone or someone getting love or getting a paid thing and i want to i want like that's why you have to support those guys and likes and comments is the easiest way you can do it you don't yeah. have to spend money so easy you don't have to spend money anymore to support your friends Just like tap your thumb i literally send group texts out sometimes and chase does the same we all do the same now we're like you know i don't throw chase on their bus but you're like hey can i get comments from you guys yeah because i'm doing a paid post yeah. and i need like because paid posts are hard to get love on because yeah. people know they're paid right. people don't want to give you anything and i'm like so i see 
You name someone like Nathan or Dak or someone doing like a their salty post. I am right? on those. Yeah. Because I'm like, you guys are, this is how you get paid. My yeah. comment, my like, and my insight or the insights you get from me is how you're going to continue to do this. Yeah. And like, it's the same as if your friend opens a coffee shop and like they, you, you can't just go in there and be like, can I get free coffee? Right. And I've done that. We've all done price, that. Maybe more. Yeah. yeah. And so anyways, I bought the book. I'm going to make a post to be like, Hey, like what love or hate him? Like Nigel's introduced the world to BMX For and real? like, and yeah. he does it doing some pretty cool stuff. Looking yeah. good. He puts on these parties. He puts on this stuff. But I like bought the book one because the book's a good looking book. And like, yeah. I think it, you know, he's a good representation for us, but I also think I want to be able to tell people like, this is how you support someone. I understand buying a $50 book might be too much. Like you don't have to do that, but these likes and comments are the way that you get to support your guys these days. And that's kind of what I was saying earlier with YouTube. Like there's people that can make a lot of money or a living doing bike riding or skateboarding now, but by not leaving their, even their hometown, yeah. they don't have to leave home. They just can like, be online and like get partnerships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even one of your, like, I feel like what's his name? The local guy, Eric is like doing more bike riding today than he, uh, or like more, like he's like a bigger deal in BMX or in the Eric Ballman. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like found his niche of make, making videos and doing all this stuff. Yeah. It's goofy and reels. It, yeah. It's like, yeah. he's not, he's not even necessarily trying to push the envelope of BMX in any way anymore. He's just like making these reels and people think he's funny. And like, yeah. so but you got to support that. And if you're not into it, then you're not going to be the guy he's trying to like, you know, support. But that doesn't mean that like there isn't guys out there that like need our help to continue to do their like, you know, live their passion or whatever. And I right. just, I think I've always wanted to support people. And now I feel like trying to teach these younger kids like, Hey, yeah, like I get that you might be like, in order to support your friend, you got to like do these things like, or at least think about doing them. And this yeah. is why you're doing them. And so, I don't know. I think that you're hitting on a good point of just, you get what you give. Yeah. Like the totally. more support that you, and that you show to everybody else, like they, it, it's, it's reciprocated. Yeah. Whether it might not be direct, but the more good shit that you put out into the universe, that comes back. I always tried yeah. my hardest to like answer every DM. I mean, I, I, I know incredible. that I haven't answered yeah. them all. And I like, someone will always be like, you didn't answer mine. I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I would guess of all the years, the 15 years of being on like, the internet or where I bet I'm 80% for every one of them. That's pretty like, good. Or, you know, 80% of them. Like I talk to everyone. I try and talk yeah. to everyone. I like get in, I get into some combos. A lot of times it leads to like, can you give me a bike? And I'm like, Oh man, it doesn't work that way. But like, I just wanted <laughs> yeah. to have this conversation yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I, you know, but I definitely try to like be, you know, I felt like what would it be feel like for you or me or whoever your favorite right, yeah. is like Van home and talk to me when I was a kid, yeah, I'm exactly. going to stay in this. Yeah. Like I'm going to do this. And so I try and, whether I'm not your Van Homan and I'm just your like run of the mill, like pro BMXer, you could have given me any pro BMXer when I was 14, 15. And if you answered, I'd have been psyched. Yeah. I'd have been more psyched if it was Van Homan, but I would have been psyched if anyone sponsored. And so I just try and think of it like, ah, oh, I could be the the biggest, like the lowest guy on your list, but like you're probably psyched. And yeah. like, that's, that's how I look at we're it. Like, the age that we're in where you can just like open up your phone and send a message directly like to Michael Jordan, for example, you know, like in his prime in the nineties, if these things existed and you could just DM him, like yep. imagine him, Michael Jordan responding to you. Dude, show. that's what I'm saying. I, you know what I will say though? Did you see the video a couple of months ago of Michael Jordan talking about Michael Jordan now? Did you see the video the, a couple of years ago? Um, or no, a couple, this year where the guys were outside the stadium in Charlotte looking for you know, whatever, one of the ball brothers who play for Michael Jordan's team. Yeah. They're waiting outside for the cars to come out of the garage. And like, the, you know, Michael Jordan comes out 
And they're like, oh my God, it's Michael Jordan. Can I get, he's like, he, he literally, I think he says, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And he's far away. And like, I read, I watched this video. They're like, that's how one old Michael Jordan. And also how much Michael Jordan just isn't from the Instagram or like, he is still like, nah, your kids, I do not care. Yeah. I've got a golf to go play. I'm getting out of here. (laughs) And those kids are like, damn. And I'm like, now I have like an appreciation. Like Michael Jordan's never changed and good for him. I don't think, you know, whatever. Michael Jordan's a goat, but he does not care about kids. He does not care about anyone. (laughs) And I thought that was cool. It's a different era. It is. Like I, I think about for BMX, there was an era where it's only magazines. He, he, he comes you know? from the era where he wasn't an influencer. Right. He gets paid to do a job. He yep. was the best at doing his job and he did his job. Yep. But he didn't need he to, to cater to, to like the kids these days. They have to cater to that. Like you get judged. Like people are like, no one on the internet even got mad at Michael Jordan. They're like, yeah, it's like Michael yeah. Jordan. Like he's, exactly. he's old. Like who cares? <laughs> but what were you going to say? Sorry. No, that, that's, we're in that age now. And I think that's part of the game is to like what you responding to every single DM. That's that's advice I would give to. Yeah, I think like those are the people who pay you. I don't I get it. Like the same as me getting in the van and being like, guys, put on a shirt, put on one shirt that like gets your job done. Yep. That's your job. Answering the DMs is selling product. Do you need to answer all of them? Maybe they're not all like productive in some way or another, but like that's how you sell product. It's not the only reason I was popular, but it's a big reason of why I had a big following. Right. It's because I talked to them all. Um, anyways, let's see. I got a question for you. Um, who's your, I, I don't need to ask you who your least favorite podcast you've done so far is because that'd be chase, but, <laughs> but fuck you chase. And so, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but who's been your favorite podcast you're done. And then who's on your list. <laughs> who's, can you just chop that up as our yeah. thing? Okay, cool. Um, who's, who's your on your list of who you got to get? I want to get Rich Forn, okay. but I almost don't want to get him because he's such an elusive, nah, mysterious creature. Nah. You know? Do you the, know him? Have you? I have. We've, uh, yes. I, where did, what did we do? Cause we worked together for a second on something or maybe I was just on a trip, but he definitely filmed something. We were, maybe it was Etnies stuff. Cool. Be- yeah. Right before I was off Etnies. We did some stuff together. Um, or maybe I was just lucky to be, or maybe he might've been working with someone I was on a trip with and he came along for a couple days. Nice. Yeah. Um, I met him at uh, Nora Cup or Interbike. Yeah, and yeah. Introduced myself, and he's like, "I know who you are." And I was like, yeah. "Get the fuck out of here!" No way. <laughs> he bought me a drink. I'll never forget it. But it's You're like, I, I still love have the, that drink. It's right yeah. here. I'll never drink it. <laughs> the mystery of Rich Foreign is yep. elusive. Yep. Favorite one I've done so far. I mean, this is great that you're fucking yeah. right here, man. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you enjoyed the Chase one. It was I, good. Uh, yeah, okay, fucking good. definitely. Chase is a legend. It's He's so like both of you guys, you and Chase, I've been watching since I was 16 years old. So Chase and I really have cool. like had a funny like we've always been friends, but we definitely had like there was early we were really close when we were younger, but we our careers kind of took off at different times. Um, Chase's was earlier than mine, but mine like I financially did uh, a little bit better at a time. But I remember always being like, yeah, but Chase is going to have a long career. And I'm not. Yeah. like, I, I mean, I understand I still had a long career yeah. and I'm not saying it's over today, but like our bodies, our like style, it was like one was like, you could do it for longer. Yeah. And I was and like, I'd tell Chase, yeah. I remember standing in front of Chase's house. It was probably like six, seven years ago, man, maybe a little longer than that. And he was like, oh, I'm trying to do this for a long time. And I was like, Chase, I think mine's like, my clock is ticking. <laughs> I'm beat up. And like, I, I kind of have a big frame. And so like, it's just, it's going to start to kind of, yeah, it's going to start to hurt. And I always thought I was like, oh, I'm a tough guy. It'll be fine. I'm a tough guy. And like, I don't mean like I want to fight people, tough guy, but just like, you know, I can handle it. You can handle yeah, there some you slams. Go. And then finally, like 35, I kind of woke up and I was like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of all these injuries kind of came back and like I'm not good at going to the gym. I'm not good at like icing. I'm not good at all the stuff that you got to be good at when you're at this age. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. So no. you mentioned in, on Unclick that you ate like shit when you were a kid. Like you're you're real picky. You didn't eat white rice in Japan. Yeah. So, which was so dumb because like yeah, I always people so always weird. like he didn't eat rice until he went to Japan or whatever. I was like, well, I grew up eating brown rice. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what I, but whatever. <laughs> You're um, like, I don't know about this white rice. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, Gary Young always was on top of it, like icing okay. every night, and yeah. I'd just be like, he'd be like, get some ice, and I'd be like, oh, I'm good, and like I, this is no exaggeration. This is not something you should do, but I have maybe iced ten things in my entire life. Huh? So you're I, just may, I mean, that's it. probably not exact accurate. Yeah. But during my BMX career, I bet I've no more than 20 times I've erased anything. That's interesting. That's not good. That's yeah, that's bad. not good. Yeah. yeah, you were at the sauna today in yeah. a cold plunge. Yep. I tried to get him to do the, the interview in a cold plunge. <laughs> I would have, would, this interview would have been short. It would have been, it'd have been like, so, anyways, minutes. this is really good. <laughs> Let's get out of here. Welcome to the show. I'm freezing. Got yep. Um, I, you know, just, it, that's just not who I am. I'm someone who's like, use it or you lose it. So like, I want to go on road bike rides. I want to go like yep. play golf. I want to walk a golf course. I want to play basketball. Like I want to do all these things. What's your diet up. like? My diet's good today. Um, not this weekend cause we're on family vacation. And yep. so we're eating, uh, all the sweets. We have a big sweet problem. All the drinking and drugs that I didn't do. I did it while eating sweets. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't, I try not to eat too much bread. I like eat, yeah. pre, you know, I eat pretty good. I don't eat a lot of grain or I eat a lot of grains and I don't, I don't know. Um, if I didn't eat sweets, I would base, I'd be perfect. Nice. Not me, but like my diet would be perfect, yeah. but I do, we do enjoy sweets. And my wife is like one of those people that can eat all the sweets in the world. Doesn't change anything about She's got her the metabolism. Yeah. And I'm the one who like can eat all the sweets in the world and also blow up at the same time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's crazy how like bodies are different and it's yeah. an insulin resistance thing. It's fucking like, I'm so jealous of people who have that metabolism who can just house. Yeah. You know, I know it's so, and it's like awful. My wife can literally eat donuts every single day and like just get smaller. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I like, I'll take a bite of the donut yeah. <laughs> and I'm like loaded for days. the next day. I'm like, yep. Had that bite of that donut. Um, so I'm not the best about that. I'm actually looking into maybe next year trying to get like maybe get a personal trainer and like nice. not to like further my BMX career, just to like improve my life yeah. and like be a little happier, improve my like day to day. I have some like pretty bad knee stuff that kind of hinders me from like doing normal workout stuff. So yeah. like trying to find someone to help me have workarounds for that. And just yeah. like, I just also could use the, you know, little bit of extra, like I don't need the motivation to do the work. I need the accountability. Yeah, so if someone huge. literally was like nine o'clock tomorrow morning, I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to be, go because... but I will not let you down. Yeah, exactly. And so that's like, that is more important than like, dude, I'm the same way. Yeah. Like was... Stone Kepler's family owns a CrossFit gym, six houses from my house. Wow. Six houses. Not yeah. the, it's at a building, not at the house, but right. like six house, eight houses. No joke. You could walk. Yeah. They run past his dad runs past my house every day. And he's like, what's up, Aaron? And I'm like outside, like doing something dumb. I see him every day. And they're like, when are you coming in? And I'm like three years of me being like, I'm, I'm coming. And like, I've gone in once and did some of the stuff and I was like, all right, I'll be back. And then they like, and then I had to commit to like a class, like a week in advance. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, that's not how I work. Right. Yeah. I'm just, just not how it some works. Some shit will come up. I and go so do um, yeah. I am, I have been talking about lately. Like I actually have worked out the most I've ever worked in my life the last six months. Like, you know, just light stuff, just like push ups and sit ups and stuff. Yeah. Just trying to like, and it's been amazing. Like it's noticeable. 
I just think I want to take it to like the tiny bit next level where I'm like, just hold me accountable. Make me run around the block or something. Yeah. Cause I'm not someone who like, if it's too hard, I give up. Like yeah. I don't, I, my body hurts. I'm not going to take off running. on Especially the two if I'm alone, I'm stopping. Yeah. dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I like, you know, but I also am someone like I walked 33 miles this year doing this hundred hole hike, raising money so I can do these things. Yeah. It's just like, that's not fun. That's hundred not fun. hole hike. Is that what you said? Yeah. We like so do like this hundred hole golf hiking? hike. We play a hundred holes in a day. Oh my and God. It's gnarly. Yeah. And, um, it's like 30 something miles course, walking. Yeah. yeah. It's gnarly. We raised like a whole bunch of money. And, that's great. Yeah, that's cool. There's like, you know, a couple hundred people that do it across the country, all at these different courses all around the same time. And, uh, we raised like, well, last year we raised like, I don't know, 70, $80,000 and For what? our group raised like 700, um, thousand. They, uh, for getting kids onto golf courses for, nice. you know, and all this stuff's really cool, but sometimes I feel bad. I want to do more for BMX, but it's hard. You know, that's yeah. kind of where empire comes in or the bike shop or like burn slow trying to like find ways to like, yeah. Tell me about your role with burn slow. What's going on with that? And what's, um, what's the future of burn slow? I think taking over see the pin take. I did see it. it's right there. Yeah. Uh, we're taking over. I don't know. No, a few things. Best I think art. best art. I know Adam's great. Yeah. Um, you know, Adam did a lot of work for empire forever uh, or still does, uh, then did Colt. And I think they, yep. him and Colt kind of went different directions. And so I think this was just a new way for him to kind of use it as an outlet, do his thing, but also get to do something with the people we started with. Like yeah. our first house, the one I told yeah, you about exactly. was Adam, Devin chase, and then a couple other people. But like Burnslow is literally the seven Oh nine house from the first house we lived in all together. So Chase and I didn't ride for all the same sponsors. Devin is a photographer and he would work a little bit more with whoever he'd work with whoever Adam did art for Colt and empire. So we didn't really get to work or travel together. So now Burnslow is like a way for us to like meet once a week, hang out. We have a group text. that's live and like happening. It's like, what do you need about? Like well, a, just like, like what we're doing with Burnslow. Meeting? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, is it, but it's like, are you talking about business every time with all your best friends? Of course, like, yeah. So we go get lunch. We like literally will be like, okay, let's try this new restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like we just sit around <laughs> the table, come up with ideas and like, and just like how to launch, who to, who to take on a trip. And you know, we try and we don't have like a team because we want to take everyone. Yeah. We want everyone to go on trips. We want everyone I'm on to do Yeah. Hey, if you, know? you, Hey, we need filmers all the time. Whenever yeah, you're ready, exactly. we're going to yeah. send some dudes to Arizona. Yes, sir. Um, so I think it's like, we, it's just a way for the friends to stay together. And I think Adam has a good eye for what the future holds when it comes to like graphic design. And yeah. Like I'm curious about how, I mean, where does the money come from for burn slow? I, I know invested. that you all invested, yeah. but then how do you make money just by selling, selling clothes? shirts? Yeah. yeah. Selling clothes, selling stuff. And uh, I mean like our dig thing dropped, I mean, I guess Monday or I don't know when did it drop? What's today? Sunday. I don't yeah. know. It dropped this week. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it it dropped and it you know it's selling like crazy and i think it's like uh it's a t-shirt with the dig logo turned into it's is that what the the thing is is what i saw well and fudger and then fudger just sent me a thing that he's just looking at it and oh goes, that's fire he goes someone just pointed this out that, I was like, it, mm. it does kind of look like our vmx it <laughs> but oh. it says dig he said he can't, <laughs> says oh, dig shit. bro come on fudger <laughs> did you see my b-reel is that why you texted me <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, oh, I guess. So, and then, so, and then know, Evan said he brand. sent you a couple sent questions. Bobby a few questions. Okay. All right. He said he sent them to you. Oh gosh. I did put it on my Instagram that, um, we got, we got Aaron Ross in the house. So we can, we can hit Let's some see. of these questions up. 
All right, let's see. What were we talking about now, though? And then I'm going to go pee, we and were, then we're going to finish these questions, yeah. and then I should probably go be um, dad. Yeah, we were talking about... And you said we had to be done at three. Uh, ballpark. Okay, I'm ballpark. Going, to, going to family dinner in a little bit, so we're, we're doing good. We'll, we're doing good. Uh, okay. we'll take a pee break and then come back to these questions. Okay, deal. Yeah. What, what were we talking about now, though? We were talking about how does Burn Slow make money. Oh, and, yeah, just like anyone else, just selling all these products. Yeah, and, and it's, I mean... To, and, and coming on the podcast forcefully, I'm actually not here with my family. I am just here to sell the dig <laughs> thing. I flew in today. I'm just here to get you to. Uh, <laughs> I did a contest on the Chase Hawk episode. I said, leave a comment and we'll do it again. A free burn slow or not free. I'll buy you a burn slow t-shirt. If you leave a comment if, and I'll buy, I'll you. match his. Yeah. So if you so, leave one comment, leave a comment that says burn slow with a fire emoji and we will go through and randomly pick uh, a winner. All right, deal connect with them and send them a, send them a shirt. I know? like it. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Burns. I mean, it's doing really good. It's been really fun. Um, we have inventory and the amount of money we started with. And so we're doing, you know, we feel good. Um, yeah. the dig thing was really cool. I think for us older guys, the dig thing is like a, you know, like, wow, this actually happened type of deal. Yeah. We have some other really big things in the works. They're pretty big secrets right now, but like there's some pretty good stuff coming, uh, over the next year we're pretty excited about stuff. I think people also just like, they like chase. They like, they like the guys that are in the, yeah. they're doing it. So I think they're appreciated. Logan's repping hard. I see yeah. burn slow everywhere. Devin smiling. Devin's like super psyched. And so we're trying yeah. to do a better job. We do a good job of like, I don't say do, we do the best job we can. We like pay, pay guys yeah. um, to go on trips and we like take care of them. And we try like, we can't pay them a lot. Yeah. But we pay them and we make them feel like, Hey, we appreciate you. We understand like we can only do so much. But like, we definitely try and take care of the guys. We do these little, like, you know, if you're in a video project for the few months before and after you're getting taken care of financially, uh, we just want you to rep us. But that's why also why we don't want to have one team because right. we want to be able to bring Devin from California in yeah. and like, let's do a deal. And like, and then he'll stick around and like, he'll be on another trip. Like, it's not like it's one, if, unless it's like, doesn't work out, it's going to happen again and again. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we just got some, other, some other guys, some clothes recently. So we're, you know, we got, yeah. Yeah, maybe I'm, and I'm curious about like the margins and scale. No, and, I don't know. Any, I don't know. Yeah. Any, I don't know anything about yeah. that. <laughs> That's all on yeah. Adam. I know nothing. I just know that we make colors. We made a burn orange shirt so I could rep a, at a UT game Sick. this time. And, um, the dig stuffs came out really good. So. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. We're, all right. I'm going pee. Pause. And then we're going to knock out questions. Ooh, I'm also going to be outside. Outside. I'm an outdoor peer. Oh, I am too. I'll, 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 I'll be responsible. So yeah, I got Aaron Ross in my house. That's pretty cool. Aaron Ross, dude. <laughs> this is also the first time doing this podcast setup like this so hopefully this all works out recording to this zoom h4n pro oh i'm ready now are we ready dude that was just halftime yeah <laughs> are you gonna need a ride to go to your family i was just gonna uber but i could take you dude it's like a 10 minute they're Prius at, track. They're, she's here currently oh no shit wherever that sprinkle wherever that is old town old town yeah Beautiful. we're maybe gonna go to taco boys Taco Boys? Is Taco Boys good? I don't know. Never been. Uh, I heard Taco Boys is good. I just looked it up. There's two different ones. One's eight miles and one's three miles. Taco Boys. Roosevelt? Nice. I don't know. We've heard it's good. I love it. There's the one thing that I would tell you to do is there's this two hippies, uh, two hippies, two hippies, fuck, 
taco shop or whatever. It's like surf and turf burrito, steak and shrimp, and so good. Can you see these in the thing? You can. I've never had a mint Tic Tac in my life. It's like the oldest old man thing ever. <laughs> but I felt like I should bring something mint, and these were in the car that we're borrowing. Nice. And I've never had them in my life. I've, I've had all. The, I've only ever had the orange ones. Orange ones are the yeah. best. And so I was like, oh, I should bring these. And then I was like, you probably can't see them on the table. They won't think I'm 90. But <laughs> no, nope, they'll think I'm 90. And I got Tic Tacs well, on the table. I've got my Tic Tacs. Yeah, I got the Tic Tacs. So and my film pretty. camera, so, which is pretty cool. That's a digital. That's oh, digital. okay. But it just looks really filmy. Looks like, look, we'll, get a, we'll get a picture. Look, we got it. That is sick. Yep. I saw I came back. So nice. I saw this. It's on the table. They probably think it's yours. But now they're going to be like, wow. Aaron's wow, Aaron's culture. a photographer. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. so hip. Oh damn, Trip's just licking your yeah, ass. We're just vibing. Um, we're All just right. vibing. So right. let me hit you with a rapid fire of my questions before we go to the Instagram questions because right, the Instagram questions. I'm I ready. Like that. Is it who texted you saying that he sent a bunch of questions? Evan. Evan. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did, he, did he send them? He did send them. Oh, so anything we'll, good? We'll go through them. Uh, silly ones. Okay. Cool. How did the Astros cheat this time? Is oh. one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it. Yeah, we'll get into so, it. So. Uh, who was your biggest inspiration when you were just getting into writing? Like who was your first video part that you saw that you were like, holy shit, I want to be like that. Um, I think I saw, uh, like the road fools like six or seven pretty quickly. And I think Van Homan was definitely the guy like from that video. And then also just all the different videos. I think Van was definitely my, it's funny because Van and I don't really write alike at all. Yeah. I just think he, uh, you know, it was Van Homan. Yeah. Was, you know, and I think I really, and I always really liked Taj a lot. The Etnies video forward. Yeah. Taj was like, did unique stuff, kind of did his own way. Yeah. And I appreciated that. And he was like down to make little skits and have fun. He's and in Texas too. No, he's in Michigan, I believe. But he uh, was but, in Texas. Yeah. For a long time. Yeah. And he's definitely, he does Fairdale stuff now. So we do get to talk a lot and like get to work together, but we don't like see each other in person and not necessarily like we just, you know, he's involved with Sunday, not Sunday, but like Fairdale yeah. and it's all in the same building. So when I grow up, I'm going to buy two Fairdale bikes. <clears throat> nice. And cool. Cruise around the neighborhood. All right, deal. Let's, we can work that out. Who was the first rider that you got to see in person and you like really geeked out on? Um, probably one of the first ones, uh, outside of like, I think it was Brian Foster. Um, nice. just like, Oh my God. No, I saw Brian Foster at a national in at, Beaumont, at a, Texas, he was riding the first brown fit with the V-brake mounts, but it was the race bike. So he was riding a street bike to race the national. It was his last ever race. Huh. He didn't, he might've known that, but like no one knew that. Yeah. And I stood by him and talked to him about the frame. And I was like, oh, I ride BMX too. Like I ride, no, no, <laughs> I, ride like, BMX too. I was like, I ride like street, you know, like and he's probably like, yes. So does cool, everyone else man. here. Cool. And then I ended up getting knocked out of that race, not racing him, but I got knocked out. Literally and, um, knocked out. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, first turn I was in front of, you know, for the ones who do know, I was, uh, in front of Bubba Harris. I know that name. Yeah. yeah. He's local, um, you know, Arizona guy. Um, and I had a good weekend. I was going fast, had the inside, but I didn't have the in the inside. I had like lane three maybe. And I was out front. Like I was out front in yeah. Bubba, Bubba Harris on the outside. So if I made it through the turn, I was going to come out of the turn first. And, um, and someone from behind me in one or two clipped my back wheel in, in the first jump, the step going to the first turn, and I got kicked sideways and was out. Still have the scar. That scar is from that crash. Dude, getting knocked unconscious is one of the weirdest feelings. 
Yeah, I mean, don't remember much of it, but yeah. I do remember walking around the stands afterwards and like trying to find my friends and be like, "Hey, man, yeah, like I'm good, I'm going home." And then like said that over and <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, you keep for, repeating like, yourself. And my dad and I just drove home because I was not able to ride. Yeah. Um. Luckily, I didn't break anything, but definitely got knocked out. And I uh, knocked myself out at the skate park once, and it felt so cool. I was so confused and just baffled by that state of mind because like I, I like just. I, I woke up, I couldn't remember coming to the skate park. So I'm like, wait a second, am I dreaming? Like all my friends are standing around me looking at me and they're like, dude, you good? And I was like, yeah, what happened? <laughs> what happened? Right. And they're like, well, you tried a backlash and then you looped out and then you hit your head and on then the ground. One minute then, later, you're like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, yeah. How, did, how did I get here? I'm at the skate park. Yeah. They're like, you need to go to the hospital, bro. Yep. So um, it was like, that was a pretty good ways before concussions were like a known thing. So my dad was like, well, I guess we'll go home and like not, you know, no fault to my dad, but we didn't do anything about it. Yeah. I just like went home and good. um, you know, drove seven hours. I could have gone just home the same thing because the hospital was like, nah, you're fine. Go yeah. home. So yeah. Okay. So, Next up, uh, favorite filmer. Favorite filmer of someone I've worked with. Yeah. Um. Let's see. That's a tough one. Or favorite filmer of someone I want to watch. I don't know. Do I both. don't get into the. I don't get into the like the details of the filming stuff so much. I sort of am the person that just shows up and like I'm good wherever. So, um, I've always enjoyed. You know, I guess Devin Hutchins, he's like one of my oldest friends. We do a lot of stuff in bike running and outside of bike riding together. Like as in like, you know, media. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm trying to think like influencer stuff. So okay, yeah, yeah. Devin's definitely my guy. Um, but I've liked everyone I've really worked with. They're just, um, because when it comes to bike riding work, it's just, it's like one thing. And then like friendship is, you know, different. Yeah. So like, um, Walter and I had a great working relationship for a long time and, yeah. uh, we traveled all over the world, rode a lot of bikes and, uh, filmed a lot of great stuff. Um, legendary shit. The he's Odyssey probably one of my favorite people Sunday to shoot one. photos with. He was obviously a great photographer yeah. and I really liked the way he like shot photos, like, you know, very like big, like, yeah, it's hard to explain, but like, um, very bright. I like bright stuff. I like yep. very clear, crisp things. Not and the that way he translated that into his videography was yeah. also interesting because his tripod shots were composed so well. Yeah, he know? was very good at that. And like, so Walter and I got along very well for a long time and like worked together well and traveled a lot. So uh, I like, I, de I mean, Devin and Walter are the two people I've probably worked with the most. Yeah. And so I've enjoyed, but I liked working with Will Stroud and we worked together yeah. on a bunch of stuff and like finished the Etnies project together. Yeah. And Will to this day is still a good friend of mine. And, you know, he's a sweet. So Hot. Yeah, he's doing his thing. I want to talk to him on here. Yeah, he's, he's a good dude. He's he said he, I actually talked to him the other day. He said you better hurry. He said he's starting a podcast. Oh shit! He actually he he's starting one. Um, I told him I'd maybe come out next year and just like come out and do it. Yeah, but it's not necessarily a BMX podcast. It's like a you know he's doing all kinds of film work, so it's oh, a, it's yeah. a bunch of different stuff. So yeah. yeah, there shouldn't be you shouldn't be limited. No, to, if you're gonna do a podcast, yeah. it's a hell of a commitment. It to, is. It's a lot. A pod. A pod. Yeah. yeah, people take it for granted. Like, oh yeah, I could do a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just course. do it. I Ten can, weeks I in a row. I could do a podcast. See if you can do it. Um, so yeah, what else you got for me? What's going on here? Hold on. Might be me. You're good. Um, what makes a BMX video good? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Video part or video part? Part. Um, I think spots and uh, song is very important. Uh, that makes me want to ask. Forget the rest of that answer. How did Every Day I'm Hustling come into the Empire? I think Children? that was Joel Moody. Nice. I don't even know. I think it was Joel Moody. And I don't even know if I was fully convinced. I just, you know, it was funny because I remember. So my first video part was Empire. And I wanted to ride to, if you're going to play in Texas, you have fiddle in the band. I'm not a big music guy. I don't listen to a ton of music. I yeah. like music, but I'm not like diehard one way or another. Yeah. 
And I remember Chase like being like, not not necessarily sitting me down, but being like, "You can't ride to that. Yeah, like this is gonna ruin your. This is before you even takes off." And I was like, "Nah, we're gonna do it." And and then every day I'm hustling was like the reason it worked out so well because I think it was the complete opposite yeah. of the first video. Yep. And I always like if you think about all the video parts I ever wrote to it, they're not really that. Some of them are great songs, but they're just very popular one hit wonders. Yeah. And I think I'm sort of like, I like that, like poppy that like in your face, like obnoxiousness. Yep. That's just my personality. And like, um, like every day I'm hustling is a great song still today, but it was like not some like hidden gym in the back of a like album. Right. None of them were. Yeah. Like I wrote to Hey Mickey, you're so fine. Like that is like, <laughs> yeah, you did one of the <laughs> worst songs. Yes. Yeah. Like that has to be one of the worst songs of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but if you liked it and it's catchy and it fits into the perfect place, yeah, it's the perfect song. It worked out and it worked out. And like I, um, and yeah, so I think, you know, you pick songs however you want, you know, so we got I, I like pop good songs. spot use pop one hit wonder music one hot wonder song yeah <laughs> yeah and uh i think spot use and then also just not not um you know kind of what we talked about yeah we don't, covered it don't, a little bit don't do it over, don't do the same thing over and over right. like yeah. use spots differently and if you find the best spot in the world to do you know a feeble tail whip and then 3 days later you find the best spot in the world to do a feeble tail whip pick the best one right and like do them both one's maybe for the trailer and one's for your partner right. and like that's you got to you know i i know i did a ton of tail whips i can't i did all the tail whips yeah. but i felt like they were at least like i was doing a tail whip or a feeble tail whip or something in a place that hadn't been done before yeah and so like yes i did a lot of it but they weren't all the same facts and maybe they you know maybe they were i don't this might be a tough one for you cuz you are prolific. You've been going a long time. What is your favorite or like, all right, what's the clip that you had to work the hardest for? I heard a story about you in Old Town Scott or Mesa, Arizona. Oh, the long one. The bench yeah, yeah, yeah. to bench to another bench. Yep. Um, that I heard that took six hours or something outrageous. Maybe I like should that. let it grow. Yeah. It was it was like four and a half hours. It's we we started at midnight. Tell so, me about this. Yeah. It was just quick story. <clears throat> It, and nothing really. It just felt saw a spot. I don't know why. I don't. We were. I don't know what it was. I just had done ice ice pick tell-ups at the time. Kind of wanted to do a good one in a line, like where double te- like up the tech of it, not just doing just an ice tip. Yeah. Just want to do it. So, just did. You know, found this spot. We were parked across the street, so I don't think it was even a spot. I think we yeah. just started playing on them, and I was like, well, I think I can do this. It was probably could have been done in half the time. It started at midnight, so you're tired. Um, not necessarily at midnight, but like 2 a.m. I'm probably tired. And we, the biggest problem with that line was I just got into a bad groove for like an hour and a half of grinding the last like eight inches of the last bench. Oh, yeah. Not realizing I was doing it. Yeah. And then finally started to watch, you know, watch the clip back and being like, dude, I'm not even grinding. And I'm someone who wants to start at the very beginning yeah. and get set and then go. Once I kind of went back to that or saw that and went back, I got it, you know, 30 more minutes or something, nice. but I wasted a lot of time not doing it. Yeah. Um, that was Joel Moody was filming and Walter was shooting photos. So it was before Walter was filming and the, both of them were running back to Walter's big giant RV rig to charge batteries. Cause the between batter- tries, yeah. every try they were having to run and get different batteries. Damn. Um, that was a cool one. Another one that I didn't get a lot of, Another one I did with Walter for bad idea was there was a long ice pick in this parking lot in Austin that's now gone and it dropped like four or five feet over like a 
like a flower bed drop like brick wall like over a curb I, I and i did ice tell it the spot and that took like 12 no yeah maybe like eight or ten hours like three different sessions of like four hours and like that was hard but i felt like that one you know the video work didn't do a good job of it showing the like whole thing yeah because if you went there in person it was gnarly yeah. But the video, it, and it wasn't that Walter didn't go job. It was just like, it was a hard thing to shoot. It doesn't translate. Yeah. There's so many things like that. And that's actually one of the ones where I'm like, that's probably one of the coolest things I've ever done that I just didn't get the love for that. Like the love was there. Like if someone went to it, they'd be like, oh damn. Like this isn't like, this, this, is crazy. this isn't yeah. like a normal, like people, I think people just thought I did an ice whip drop to a different level of a parking lot. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, there's like a four foot gap or five foot gap that you had to go travel do this and no one was doing ice tellups then and yeah. so i just don't think it was something that like translated as well as like as gnarly as it was and yeah. like i still today i'm like damn that was pretty good and like no one good. really knows like no one really like it just wasn't the spot that told you exactly how yeah gnarly it was so. and that that happens a lot like it, it you does. go to a spot in person and you're like holy shit he did what yeah but in video it's like oh yeah it makes sense yeah um the, uh the, 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 the clip what the fuck i was just about to say so it's like clip that's basically the clip you've worked the hardest for what if you could pick one clip out of your whole career what's your most favorite um you know i think i probably two i mean there's a bunch you know there's a bunch yeah. of stuff i was pretty psyched on i think the whip i did here in arizona was pretty cool it kind of like yeah i think yeah. it like at the end of the jump line. started like you know it was like the launching pad for my career yes. it was like this, like someone just posted this. What like was yesterday. the line? You hopped and then just hopped over the ledge. Yeah. Then you did a like one eighty bar, bar flat, and then I maybe did a three, and yeah. then did a bunny hopped over the thing, which I always regretted not barring over the little planter box or the little flower box. Interesting. Yeah. Um, or the flower pot. Yeah. It was actually a cigarette thing, I believe, because it just had. But yeah. um, and it was only because my bars were already now all twisted up. Yeah. I didn't, and I still to this day am like I swear to you to this day I still see myself bunny hopping it and not doing a bar spin. Because it wasn't that I couldn't do it. It's that I couldn't get the bars to be it back for the thing. For the, yeah. And I was good enough and could do big bunny up bars. And I was like, I can't believe I never, I didn't just, cause I could have probably done it switch. Yeah. And I just, you know, there's a lot going on. You're kind of traveling fast. So I think switch was a tiny bit out of the question because you're kind of trying to make Looking it look at, like you're going fast. I still can feel that I didn't do the bars. <laughs> um, I would guess that. Okay, and that I think one. the other one would be, there's two. I mean, if I had to say top three, um, I did the fakie rail hop, that which was like iconic, pretty cool. And like that had been on my list for a long time. Yes. And I finally did it. And then the other one was like, I jumped over this railing in Austin that in the same video, the big drop into the ditch. And then I had wall ride whip. And that one was cool. It was big. It was scary. And I, you know, I'm known for doing some big stuff, but not like big, big, big stuff like others. And so that was kind of big and scary for me. And I like sent it, like I had to do it like six times because I just didn't get the wall red whip. And, um, and then I remember Chase saying like Dak came to town like a week later and like saw it and was like, I wouldn't do that. And I was like, damn. Damn, and I think Dak's, I, yeah. I promised you Dak was lying. Dak would have done it. <laughs> he would have done it and then did wall red 540. I'm no doubt. Like Dak is bunny ups higher than me. Like don't. <laughs> I'm not fooled by that comment, yeah. but I did. It did feel good. It did feel like good. I, I'm not like, do not think I'm better or like, Oh, Dak wouldn't do it. No, Dak <laughs> jumped over something in Austin. that was like four times bigger years before that Dak yeah. would have jumped over this. He might've one eighty this thing, but 
it felt good to be like, yeah, you won't. And I, I went to it because I heard they were coming to town and I knew this new spot was there and Chase was going to take them. And I'd been on my list and I knew that Dak was going to do it. Yeah. So and I didn't want to take it from it. Dak. It was just like, it's in my hometown. It's I'm working on a part. This is my time. If I go and I don't do it, then it's free game. Boom. And I went and I was like, we're, we're doing it. And we did Fuck it. Yeah. And so, you know, like no, nothing against, I know we've talked about Dak a few times. Dak's one of my favorite bike riders, but you know, like, yeah, he was going to do it. And I wanted it. Did it. And it. And there's other people that did do things I wanted to do. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, you can't be mad. Like, you know, like if you didn't, yeah. if you, especially if you live there, if you live there and you didn't do it and that's on you. All right. I got one more All right. um, rapid fire question, but I got to change the battery. It's about to die. Okay. We're going to leave the audio rolling. Oh man. And we're back. All right. Um, what do we got? So the last rapid fire question is, the, what's your Mount Rushmore of BMX riders? Oh, man. Let's go current day. Okay, current day. Because I think all time would be pretty tough. So but. there's four people. Yeah. Current day as in like the last 10 years? Yeah. Like or... Yeah. Okay. Um, Garrett Reynolds. Um, Dennis Anderson. Yep. Um, I'll say Chase Hawk. Nice. Not that I say that like in a negative chase been <laughs> oh, on he would Chase, chase would have been on the ten years before that. <laughs> um I think Chase is uh you know, Chase is insanely inspirational and like uh, you know, to the to the current day BMX. The longevity. Yeah, I, I um and then my last one Chase will appreciate that I said it too. Yeah. So shout out Chase Hawk. Shout out Chase Hawk. Because he will be sad when he sees that I talked shit about him earlier. <laughs> he won't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> he might. He might. Um, who else? Let's see. Oh, Nathan Williams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nathan Williams. Pretty solid. So uh, there's a lot of people that could you could fit in there. Um, Nathan is one of the people that I've never been on a trip. Like I've never really been on a trip with Dennis. Like he's on Odyssey now, so I guess maybe this year we'll get to go on a trip a little bit. Oh, that'll be sick. Um, I but I got to witness Nathan at a very young, a very early stage, and then for a long time. And I remember Corey Martinez telling Walter and I early on, "Oh, he's the he's the dude. He's the like, one. He's gonna be. Yeah. You know, this is like Nathan's like you know eighteen. Or he's 17. wearing the blue and orange striped shirt. Yeah, and doing. And he's like, oh no, he's down. gonna be the dude. And yeah. we're like, okay, yeah, cool. And then like, you go on trips, and you're like, oh, he's kind of like the dude. Yeah, he's kind of the dude. And there's a you know there's a window of the dude and then there's a window of like Nathan's still yeah. the dude. And um, yeah, Nathan is the guy I've been on some trips where I'm like, he doesn't have, he's not scared of anything. He's not worried about it. Yeah. He's like, he knows what he is capable of and he knows what he can do and he knows what he's can do on his bike. And when he gets caught off guard and falls, it's a surprise to him. That's so crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> and I don't mean a surprise like, Oh, he's so cocky. It's like, yeah. no, he's just like, Oh, I visualized myself doing it. So I should have yeah. done it. And I can, if I can do it on a flat rail, I can do it over here. Right. And yeah. like, okay, so now you're two stories in the air doing it on a flat rail, but yeah. he can do that. Um, Nathan Williams is the. It's he, interesting I, how you get that mentality. I know. Cause it's, like I, I start thinking about what could go wrong, but you shouldn't think I'll, that way. I'll say this. Well, there's certain people, Garrett, um, maybe not even Garrett, 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 uh, Nathan in different ways. Like they're both, they're both the best. But when you watch a Nathan Williams part, watch it over and over and over and watch everything. His feet, his yeah. regular opposite. Just pay attention. It's perfect. Because like, there's people I think that watch Nathan like, oh, that was cool. They don't realize it was switch footed and opposite. Yeah. yeah. They don't realize how much of it's like not normal. Yeah. 
And like, you're like, I think that's where people forget some of that stuff sometimes. And yep. they like, you know, and Hey, it's hard. Like if you don't pay attention, I was always good at switching regular, like seeing it on other people. Cause I like was goofy footed. Yeah. Well, goofy peg so i was always really hyper aware of what everyone else was doing yeah and so like i've always told people this i you could list not necessarily today but like the my generation you could list anyone i'll tell you right or right or left foot forward anybody nice like any name i could tell you exactly steve crandall he's left foot forward nice (laughs) he's got it he's actually probably and i would guess that crandall's actually goofy footed nice let me think of another one i could be wrong test uh courage adams Oh, he's right for board. Yeah. Yeah. And he spins regular. And Devin Smiley. He's uh, he's right for board. I think he's right foot yeah. forward, yeah. Because I feel... But see, you're not even... I'd right go into forward. like... You're right foot forward, strong side on the... Like if I take my left. pegs off, you'd have no idea. Yeah. Like I'm not goofy. Right. Like I spin normal. Um, yeah. It's kind of an advantage. It's like a superpower. It is. Like Nick Bonnell, a local writer here, he has that fuck-footed, yep. you know, advantage of... Uh, people three looks so easy because that's your strong and then strong yep. everything's not switch. Yeah, like rap, yeah. rap boy, it was an advantage. Like rap, I'm yeah. bringing up rap boy local yep. here. Rap boy like did all this crazy stuff way before it's time. Yep. Well, he was doing it because it was he was you know feeble one eighty on the easy side. Yeah, and doing one eighty bars. So trippy. Yeah, dude. Right. Anybody, I got anybody. Anybody. Uh, rap boy, right foot forward or left foot forward? Uh, right foot forward. Okay. Spun, spun to the left. All right. What do you got for me? <laughs> Zach Mealman says, ask him what he's doing in your house. I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> All right. Here's a barrage of Evans medleys. All right. I'm ready. How did the Astros cheat this time? Um, they cheated by um, hiring within their organization, got good players, um, pulled up from their AAA team, didn't even build a team, and they still smoked everybody. That's what's up. We didn't have to go get some Bryce Harper from the Washington from Washington for anything. So anyways, come at me, bro. <laughs> I was in a, okay. Okay. I'll say, well, I'll, I'll flex a little bit. So I have a group text with Devin or sorry, not Devin, uh, Daryl taco, Jay Dyer, which you might not Jay, but he's a part designer at Odyssey has moved on okay. outside of BMX just recently and van Homan, and, um, van, they're my favorite people because they're Phillies fans and Eagles fans. And I'm a Cowboys fan and an Astros fan. So like Astros and Phillies don't really have a rivalry, but we were in this World Series together. So yeah. there's a rivalry. But the Eagles and the Cowboys have a big rivalry. They don't yeah. like each other. And it's been very fun the last few years. Like I get texts from Van Homan when he was in like Japan just being like, fuck you and fuck the Cowboys. And I'm like, <laughs> this is like my favorite bike rider in the world. And I'm like, yeah. damn, he's just fuck like, he doesn't care about nothing. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> oh, anyways. That's yeah. Amazing. So this is means nothing to me, but is Texas back? Evan says, no, not at all. We haven't played the second quarter of one college football game in three years. Huh. So we're awful. Even okay, though we're so winning, we're awful. to the university of Texas. Yeah. Why are Cowboys so bad? Well, back? We... why are Cowboys so back? That doesn't make sense to me should be bad right what kind of what is this this is uh oh, a survey okay. why are the know? cowboys so back why are, yeah come on we'll skip it I mean, we'll see well yeah we'll see when they win the whole thing yeah when will sunday re-release the orange soda frame fork bar oh man who said that evan oh wow um i don't know you gonna buy one <laughs> um there's been talk about it i think it's just tough we did a bike an orange bike this year like the creamsicle bike but the hardest yeah. part is like wheels and tire you know how hard it is in the industry right now and like getting bikes made so like it's the grips and the tires that are like 
hard to deal with right now. Mm-hmm. It's like making the parts isn't all that bad, but trying to get the tires in orange and just, it's just too hard. Yeah. And go I, listen to the unclicked episode. You guys talked about that a lot. There you like go. the, the colors and the industry and yeah, all I ruined the whole industry. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool to listen to about like the pushback you got when you were like, no, I yeah. want fluorescent yellow highlighter bike. And yep. whoever, whoever was running the show was like, really? This is really, this is it. You don't want like a blood red. All right, Ditch Frank. I think you know Ditch oh, Frank. Oh, yeah, I know Ditch No question, but that dude is a man. When my bike was stolen, he sent me one. That's fire. I like, I like, um, he actually helped me pick up some wheels out here recently for an old, for a Porsche car project we were working on. He Sick. drove out to somebody's house, bought some wheels for $100 off Marketplace. And then later, um, someone, the kink team was in town. This is how awesome BMX is. Yeah. I hit up Ditch Frank. He, then buys me wheels, holds on to him for a little while. The kink team's in town. They put him in the van, drive him back to Austin and deliver him to me. That's amazing. I don't know who liked any of that, but it worked out well for me. Beautiful. And, um, and then Ditch also at one point sent me a pair of slice or sent me a slice of pizza from Slice on ASU campus. This was like 12 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And I ate it. I sent it in a box, wrapped it up, <laughs> overnighted it, and I ate it. I love Slice. They do Slice. that shit. Have you heard of Freebirds burritos? Mm-hmm. That They took me on a trip. Like we drove eight hours just to eat a burrito and turn around and drive home. Like free, free birds? birds. Yeah. Why? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Ditch is weird. <laughs> All right. It's Kyle Walker. Is it true he filmed his first Empire part in like a day? Who? Kyle Walker from California. Empire? Is it true Aaron filmed his first Empire part in like a day? Why? Where did I get Kyle Walker? I. No, th- this is a different kind. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, sorry, my first Empire in a day. Yeah, your first Empire part. No, is your address the Fairmont one? Yes. Okay. I think they're just gonna come get me. Nice. Um, I'm having trouble getting this. Let me get this real quick. I'm sensing no. You, he didn't film it. I in did like not a day. film it in one day. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed it in uh, where is this? With the shit you were doing in your prime. But no, I did film that first Empire part very quickly. Okay. Um. It was because I was I was way late to the game and on the filming stuff. So they I kinda only had I don't remember exactly, but I only had like you know, like two months or something and I didn't live there and I was in high school. And so I was driving up every Friday after school and, for the and filming on the weekend. They came down to Corpus once or twice and we knocked stuff up. But it was also like I said, it was early, so like everything I did, no one had seen. That's me great. do. Yeah. And then I was also pretty, that's where I got the Stairmaster thing was I was, my first name was like the Stairmaster because I just rode stairs. And so I would like three upstairs, switch three upstairs, switch three down, you know, all the stuff. Yeah. And so it was a lot of stuff no one had ever seen me do. And so I just like, it was easy to film that first part. Yeah. Then it sort of got to where you got to start working Leveling on it. Leveling up. Yeah. Um, so, but it wasn't a day, but it was very quick. It was very quick. Which leads me, I'm curious, what do you think is your peak performance video part? Um... Cause you do have to kind of keep stepping. Yeah. I think, uh, I think my, I think there was an era, maybe not a part, but I think, the. it's hard to say. Cause I hate to say that like the empire chill bro was like the best. Cause it's like, that was it's so the most influential ago. for sure. I think. Yeah. I think my Etnies part was pretty good. I think, um, I think the grow up was pretty good. Yep. Sunday grow up was pretty good. I think like those were a little bit harder cause the song choice was a little bit tougher and like, um, and it's also hard to like beat your own, like your early work. It's Dude, hard yeah. in general, but I think some of those were like all around pretty good bi- parts. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I wish I could have taken one or two of those and like combined them and then picked a really good song. Like the Etnies, Etnies was always hard to pick songs for because it had to be like really Clear. legit. Yeah, yeah, that was hard. And so I think some of those parts got forgotten a little bit. Yeah. I think Bad Idea was probably my best. I talked about this unclicked. I think Bad Idea was probably my best work of like writing as a complete part, but the song ruined that part yeah. so bad. It's really unfortunate and still can't get the footage today, so can't fix it. Shit. Strangest place. All right, so this is Joe freaking cephalo okay so joe strangest place you went on a trip um strangest place i ever went on a trip would probably be a couple places we went to india which was pretty insane that yeah yeah you can watch that video it's like uh there was an india trip with uh tony hamlin myself walter and think of who else who was the other guy i don't know nathan, oh nathan williams oh shit it was gnarly yeah. it was there was nothing to ride it was gnarly it was crazy it was one of the most eye-opening trips i've ever been on but i'll say one of the weirdest trips i went on we went on this trip down to argentina a red bull trip i went with like baz keep and like man I, it was it's one of those weird trips where it's like just before social media was like really easily accessible and we flew into Argentina, got on these little private little skydive planes for Red Bull, sitting on the floor, flew into the middle of nowhere, huh. like two and a half hours into the middle of nowhere, into like the literal moon is what it looked like. And it was like these trannies. You can see the photo. You can find this stuff. I don't remember what it was called, but I just wish I like took my camera or was like took your phone was a little. It was just one of those situations where like I have no real like proof of right this. yeah and like I, w I didn't get photos of us like in the plane and just yeah. this weird stuff where i'm like the little moments we stayed in this weird little cabin like it was gnarly and it was like um it was just there to ride this natural like you know tranny. earth like yeah. just these weird and you had to find tranny because it wasn't all perfect and yeah. i ended up rolling my ankle pretty bad doing like a downside whip or something and like but still got some footage and yeah. it was but that was gnarly and like there's a video of it somewhere, but it was not like a normal thing. Like sometimes Red Bull stuff's like for their channel only and it just right. disappears. Um, that was still to this day. I'm like, what did we do? <laughs> That's something that I think back on. Like I got to go to Australia for my first trip and I regret not making it more or making memories of it, you know, more pictures and yeah. all that shit. Uh, only two frame sponsors in your career. Okay, so this yep. is Jay, Jay Braun, FBM and Sunday. Were there any other offers throughout the years? Yeah, I've had a handful of other stuff. Like, right at the initial one, not really, I think, uh, or not that I remember. FBM, I went straight to Sunday. I think Sunday was, like, pretty easy. I was in-house. No, there was a conversation about riding for Mutiny. <clears throat> like, we sat down on the porch in, in Austin and talked about it. But I think what I wanted to accomplish and what they, like, could – swing wasn't really in the cards and yeah. i was already had a really good relationship with odyssey and odyssey and sunday were out of the same building so yeah. it just made sense since yeah, you then, and sunday are like synonymous yeah, yeah since then i've had a handful of other talks with like gt and like some other stuff gt and i've had a couple talks a handful of times and did, i always did felt you know that, i was on gt no i didn't yeah, when yeah. I was 18. and i had a good you know i always had a good relationship with like z and like kachinsky and other people that are over there so there was some like temptation there but like i i also am someone who just like has a lot of loyalty to like yeah i love the people i worked with the odyssey or, or sunday and odyssey and it's not like i was trying to leverage it at all i think it was just like 
when you think of GT, you think that they can like chain, they can do something bigger. And I think, you know, and, and you, you're going to be able to like do more and this, that, and the other. And I think like, I was already kind of goes back to some of the financial stuff where like working on this other stuff. I think sometimes it didn't outweigh the like loyalty. Yeah. And I don't mean that like, I, I like, I wanted to go on trips with Kaczynski. I wanted to go on these trips and like, you know, and I think there was a time when Sunday stuff was like, you know, maybe a change would have been good for me, like career wise and like energizing me wise. Um, but in the end, I think I always, I think I made the right decision over and over and like get a stick with the company. Yeah. I think that was it. Is I, I thought that one day I'd get to like ride for Fairhill and like do other stuff. And yeah. like, and you know, I just didn't know what would happen with GT. And, um, and, and I think, and I was always open. Like I would tell the guys at Sunday about it and they'd just kind of be like, well, whatever you gotta do. And it wasn't necessarily, the money was never necessarily better, but they would, you know, sell to you. Like we're going to do these trips and do all this. And right. like, and maybe they would have, and I, I don't doubt that. I think I just was like, yeah, but like all this other work on these houses and all this stuff I'm doing it so I could stay loyal. Yeah. And I never had to like jump ship and like try and find this, that, and the other. And, and I think it was, you know, I think I did the right uh, thing. Yeah, and, I agree. Um, um, that's yeah. admirable. So there was, but I still have a lot of respect for all those guys over there. And like, you know, that's the one company that like definitely we talked to, I talked to the most at, you know, times. I maybe it was only twice or something. And I think the last time I talked to Z a bunch and like, yeah. I felt always felt really bad because I love those guys. But I think they also understood. Like I just got to the... see Z like a week ago. Yeah. Love that guy. And, and Fudger too. They've been in it both, for so long. Both good dudes. Um, and then this one we already covered Jonah Jachan. Jachan. I never knew how to say your name. He's a filmer. He's filming Sabrosa stuff lately um, from Florida. Did you ever apologize personally to Adam Elzey? There it the is. See, you didn't even know yeah. about it. Got it. Nope. Never nope. going to. But never trying, gonna. gonna. But I did send him sandalbars. I don't remember. I wish I remember what it said because I think it'd be pretty funny. Oh, no. You know what it was? I remember what I wrote. I wrote on the handlebars on the sticker or and I sent like a signed piece of paper in it. And I said, hey, Adam. I Or is it? Yeah. Adam. Adam. Sorry. Yeah. I was getting blanked. Hey, Adam. I, I heard you broke a hand, you broke your handlebars recently and he, it was something they, he didn't break his hand. I think I was just being funny and sending them to him, but he broke his handlebars 12 years earlier. And I was like, <laughs> I heard recently that you broke a pair of handlebars. I just want to make sure we can get these to you as quick as you could. <laughs> sign my name. That's, pretty That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and you know, I was just like, I always, like I said, Adam 22, Adam LZ, all these people, I always appreciate people that hustled. That doesn't mean that like, you know, not everyone loved the way that Adam hustled right. Adam 22 hustled. Not everyone loved the way Adam LZ hustled, but these guys made lives and careers out of like getting their jump start in BMX. And I think the hardcore people don't love that. Yeah. But they like, hate on people. But you know what? Stuff. The hardcore people don't care anymore. Cause they see everyone making money doing yeah. Instagram stuff. So they're just like, Oh man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is less of that nowadays, yeah. you know, like, ew, cringe. It's yeah. Like, they're like, you, dude, dude, I, dude, I dudes that. are trying to just make, make it. You yeah. know, and like, hey, man, if you can make a living doing exactly. the thing that you love since you were a kid, you should do whatever you can without like killing somebody or being absolutely yeah. awful and like enjoy it. Or it. selling out. Yeah. You talked about that. Go listen to Unclicked. He talks about yeah. selling out. He did a good job not asking me all the same questions. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Well, that's pretty much a wrap. When, yeah. are you, when are you coming to Austin? Shit, I would love to come to Austin. My life is crazy, man. I'm on. I'm basically like on call. I, I film for a real estate yep. investor. And so I got to stay with him. But they tour all over the place. They teach people how to wholesale. So mm -hmm. maybe next time I'm in Texas, I was just in Austin, maybe like four months ago. It was weird to be there for a non BMX thing. Like it was yep. the first time. So I when had. do you want to do a, when do you want to do a burn slow trip out here? 
Burnslow. Sure, I'm, when do you I'm wanna, open for when whenever. Do you wanna, when do you want to film it? I'll, I'll submit my PTO. We're, we're, gonna, and we'll we're, make we're it making work. we're making deals right here. Yeah, that's Adam, why Chase. I heard Chase didn't get the deal done for the trip, so yeah. I'm here just to get the deal done. So <laughs> Adam mentioned it too because I I want to collaborate. I want Adam's art and mediocre at best to combine somehow. And he was like, if we do it organically, you film a trip for us and we'll bring your boys. Yeah, it would be the sickest, All right, then, okay, sick ass collab. We're making it happen. We're doing yeah. it. Um, cool. And I can work while I'm also working that trip or whatever. Filming a BMX trip doesn't feel like work at all. Yeah. And I just got to run social media and be able to branch off and whatever. I can make it happen. All right, deal. Um, are there any riders that you want to like give some shine time to? Like you're... Um, I think my favorite bike riders right now, Brett Silva, Julian, Jared Duncan, those guys are all some of my favorite. I mean, obviously they're all on Sunday. I see them pretty regularly. They like help me with house projects and I kind of try and like, they work at the places that, you know, we're all, we, we hang out. Um, stone's pretty fun to watch. I think he's, he's on the map. He's trying to figure out, um, you know, he's like getting into mountain biking at the moment. He's like, but he's a good bike rider. So he's doing, you know, he's 14. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, for real. Um, those guys are good. There's a hand, there's this new kid, not new. He's been in Austin for a minute, but Max. I don't know how to say his last name, but Max. He just shredded the the burn slow little Halloween jam. Okay. Um, the scene in Austin's good right now. Dope. It's all good. Yeah. Those guys are good. That kid Max is really cool. He did the big flip over the yeah, channel yeah. or whatever. Um, is Talon Pemberton out there? No, Talon he's not here. No, he's here. He's okay. in Austin. He's from Austin. He uh, he shreds. He's riding a lot of mountain bikes right now, riding his yeah. little e-bike. He's a, uh, I don't want to say little e-bike, I'm going to put him down. Yeah. Uh, he's he's one of those people where I'm, I've said this for years. I'm like, dude, he's the best all around dude. There's no one cooler than him. Like, yeah. I can't just jump on a dirt bike and like shred the Rap. track. Yeah. He like can like get sideways at the track. Yeah. And I'm like, good, good for you. Like, that's <laughs> pretty sick. Um, Talon's good. Um, dude, we have a pretty good scene. There's yeah, a good little scene. They're hanging out and, uh, we're working on, you know, not we're, but like the city's opening this new skate park. So the guys got stuff to ride. So oh. it's good. Yeah. And then lastly, what can people expect in the future, near future from Aaron Ross? Dude, I have no idea. Do you have any footage saved up? I do have a anywhere? lot of footage saved up. Nice. It's been a minute since I've added to it. And, uh, for the first time in my life, there's no immediate plan to film more for it. But I will say over the last week after the burn slow jam, I have a, I have a video, I have a video part saved up and I kind of needed, like I did two tricks in it that were like pretty good, like banger, banger tricks. Okay. And I messed up one of them. I didn't finish cause I had to like jump this gap afterwards. And I tried to tell of it for like three different sessions and just like, it's big and it's gnarly and you're bunny hop whipping off something like this, like trying to clear like an eight foot gap. Maybe six foot gap, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard enough to where I've done a million telewips and I haven't pulled this telewip yet. And yeah. it's not big. Like it's hard. The other one was I did something pretty cool and like try to whip off a curb and it ruined the whole line. And I did not pull the whip off the curb, which Daryl Taco was there that day and he was like, Oh my god, I can't believe you just didn't do this. And I'm like, <laughs> never went back and did that. Never so anyways just in the last week I've gotten because I haven't been writing a lot. I write a lot, but not filming or anything. And like and I was like, man, maybe I should go back and try and get one of those done because this part's pretty good. And if Sick. I get these clips, it's like something you've, some people you've never seen other people do. So it's like still good stuff. And I'm like, shit, I gotta go back and do this. And it's already put a lot of hours in this, this one line. And I like couldn't do it. And yeah. I was better at bike riding two years ago. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna do. So on the way here, I actually was thinking driving, I'm coming here to talk to you. I'm like, I think I should put in the next eight weeks of effort and like, 
not put the part out without it right. because we were going to still put it in the part because it was still good. I just didn't pull it the way I want to pull it. And I'm like, maybe I should put in some effort and like, maybe if I can't whip it, I'll just bar it. And like, but that's the problem with me. I'm never someone who goes apart. I'm like, let me get the bar out of the way. And then let's right. work on the way. I'm like, we're not doing the bar. I'm doing the whip. I'm doing the whip. But like, I've tried this whip like 20 times and I have not pulled it. And like, yeah. it's not, it's basically just bunny hopping from like downward. And it's just not, there's no speed. If I could get another little bit of speed, it would be done. But the way you're coming out of the trick before there's no speed. Anyways. So there's an, there's an Aaron Ross part. In it's our, sitting in there. The future. I know it's sitting there. That's yeah. It. I don't know if it'll be the last one, but it definitely is close to the last <laughs> yeah. one. And I'm almost okay with saying that it is, but I love filming. It's just finding time to stay physically on top of it. And that makes it like, that's the hardest part. It's yeah. mostly just being like, Hey, how do you stay like ready to keep filming parts? Especially juggling all the shit you got going on. Yeah. To make time to go practice. But we just finished up three big projects, like real estate projects. And so therefore like next year I might have a lot of time to be able to like get out with the guys like a couple hours a day and like film we have yeah. like, and so somebody's like, yeah, I do enjoy this. Like I love filming and I love getting out and writing. I love, you know, so the parts might be a little different. I feel like this is the one where I'm still trying to push it. The next one might be a little more like I want to do an all bike edit, like with some big bikes and like Sick. not necessarily yeah. a DJ bike, just but more like fun. Yeah. Like I jumped that line out in Bentonville with the like drop bar bike. I just want to do yeah. fun stuff. Just like kind of like be weird, do whatever I want. Like, yeah. See, I don't know what the future. And it's holds. been said before, you know, the people just want to see you ride at that. Yeah. At, I, at a certain point. I said this, I think, I think I said it probably on click, but I said, yeah, yeah like five years ago, people were still mad at me about like, I sucked or this, that, and the other, you did your stuff whack now. I'm like, okay, whatever. And now maybe three years ago, people, you'd still get a little bit of like, yeah, it kind of like sucks now. I'm <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Like I'm not doing what's fashionable today. I'm right. doing what I always did. And like the people who know me, it's still pushing. And I knew that, like, I wasn't yeah. offended by them saying that. I just understood like, you want to see it done different. But what I did realize is that today, more people are excited to see me ride than three years ago when people wanted to, they, they understand the bar is different. Right. And they understand I'm just here. Like I kind of see myself as an entertainer now and I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm just here to like entertain you. And like, yeah. if I motivate you to get out on the weekend and ride bikes as a weekend warrior, I did my job. Yeah. And like, if you're having fun, then that's all that matters. Three years ago, I wanted to be like, nah, I'm hanging with the dudes. Yeah. I'm not trying to hang with. Them. I love that. Yeah. And you were talking that how much you enjoyed being, you know, the man on the street at yeah. Dawn of the streets. Oh, and I loved watching. We did that talk video. about that. We're going to do a lot more of that next year. I hope like I COVID kind of put a, we started right before COVID the swamp fest thing was good. We had yeah. plans and then like COVID kind of put that on hold. Yeah. And then Dugan, I was going to go to Richmond, but I couldn't. So Dugan went. And then now I think I'm going to, not that Dugan did a bad job, but I think we're going to try and, you know, yeah, they're right. We're, we're ready for more. Aaron, I'm ready. Aaron and we're talking and they're, the mic, they're getting all excited. They're talking about yeah. like going overseas and I'm like, dude, I'm ready. Yes. So, that's I'm excited. So, so I think, I think I'm pretty decent at it. I think it's fun. I think I have enough information on people that are there that I can kind yeah. of pull. And it's like filling them. a void there in BMX for a while. It felt like it was just like writing, 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 yeah, clip, yeah. clip, clip, no, clip, no personality, no, no talking, you know, people so. want to see personality. All right. Yeah. What's the longest podcast you've ever done? Uh, this one, we're, we're at two hours and 47 minutes. That is insane. Yeah. Two, I, I think two and a half hours was the, I told my wife would be, record. I told my wife would be done in an hour and she laughed. So she's, <laughs> she was right. Let's see. She's probably like, <laughs> I'm outside. Um, uh, we're going to taco boys. I can't believe you've never been. Yeah. 
Shit, I can't believe I've never been either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for having me. This was great. Thanks for coming. We're doing burn slow stuff in the future. We're doing more podcasts in the future. That's it. We're coming to, you know, we're going to play some golf maybe. That's it, baby. Oh, yeah. So let's do the contest. If you've made it this far, comment burn slow in the in the comments, and then uh, we'll go through and pick one in a future episode and send you some shit. I'll, Boom. I'll buy you a shirt. All right. I like it. I'll buy you a shirt too. Yeah. We're going to get you out of package. I'll sign something, and uh, I won't sign the shirt. Oh yeah, and by the way, this has been Canode Knows, not his podcast. It's my podcast. It's my podcast. He's Welcome in to my house. Aaron Ross Knows um, <laughs> uh, for Dig. I've taken over, and we are here now in uh, in his house. Yep. Um, Shout out Dig. Thank, thank you, you Dig. Thank on. you, Dig, for letting us do. You know, for working with Adam and everybody with the with the collaboration. Yep. I think it's doing really well. We've sold a bunch of stuff. We're sold, selling out of stuff. So please don't sell out of uh, the XLs. I want one. Ooh. I need one. Big. See. He's, I'm, I've always told Brett Silva that you got to, I'm like, we're the big body boys. You got to wear big those XLs. Yeah. And you're, you know, big body boy. I'm a yeah, big body there boy. There you go. You know? All right. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank right, you man. again. And uh, until next time. Until Make sure you smash that like and subscribe. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Hello, you've reached the end of the video. Thanks for watching another episode of Canode Knows brought to you by Dig. And I'll see you next week. Um, well, I'm not sure who the next guest is going to be. We're looking at Ryan Schur. Dakota Roche is coming, Grant Yubi. We got we got some hitters coming, but none of them are recorded yet. So uh, enjoy this one for this week, and recorded just in the nick of time. It's going to be dropping tomorrow morning. So happy Monday, have a good week, and thanks for all the support and the positive messages. Aaron, thanks again for coming over. And God, I love Aaron Ross. Aaron Ross is dope. If you haven't liked the video at this point, just click it. Do it. All right, bye.